Boomers, and welcome to episode 388 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for September 10th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? What, what date did you say? You said 22nd? I said 2022nd. 2020. Oh, you say? Oh, <laughs> why did you see that? I don't know. Because <laughs> I was reading it, and it, I don't know. I read it weird. Oh, it's, it's it's all right week, man. Um, you know, football is here now. Yep. Um, as of t- tomorrow will be the first Sunday of football. We already had Thursday. Already had the um, or the Bills really beating up on the Rams, the Super Bowl mm. champions. The Bills look really good. I mean, people. Some people have projected them to win the Super Bowl this year. So, it, I, I was mean, a little surprised that like. Playing fantasy, the the top guy, the top prospect was like the Bills quarterback. Yeah, not really being familiar with him. <laughs> so yeah, so they they are have high expectations. So they really showed it off for the first game. It was a little sloppy because uh, there was some turnovers in there, but mm-hmm. they ran away with it in the second half. It could have been worse actually in the first half if those turnovers didn't happen. Mm. Um, also, like college football started also, um, I know Maryland won their first game. Um, there's been some close games out there, but I'm not going to go through all of them. There's too many colleges out there, man. Um, I'm just going to talk <laughs> about the ones I, <laughs> I watched. Um, and I think I watched the Maryland game and I watched the, uh, Florida was playing against, who were they playing against? They were playing against, was it Oregon or... Utah, I know it was a, one of those West schools, and they were wow. higher rank. And Florida beat them; they upset them. Um, Florida was home though, so they it was a good chance. But Florida, I mean, it was a close game, man, and it was coming down to the wire. Like teams were scoring, both teams were scoring at the end, mm. but Florida came away with it. Yeah, it was um, it was good. I think because somebody threw a somebody threw an interception. I forget what happened. Um, uh, anyway. What um what else happened? Oh well, I already talked about Serena, her last match. Yeah. But uh, Coco Golf was still in it as of now. She is still in the U.S. Open. Oh okay. Um, uh, so representing America, I think there's another American. Well, she beat American Madison Keys. Uh, I don't know if there's another woman American in there. I know for the men's is American. Um, this black dude. I know his family's from another country. He was born. He, I think I believe he was born here, but his family's from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot his name, but he upset the doll. Like he um, he beat him. Oh wow! Uh, and so that was like a huge upset. And now he's really making a name for himself. Um, in there, yeah, because I ain't never heard of this dude. Mm-hmm. So. I'm kind of root, I'm rooting for him. Um, I think there's other Americans who I I don't know them either because <laughs> I've never seen them win anything uh, for tennis, the majors anyway. So if they get to like the finals or something, I'll root for them. Yep, American first right here, baby. That's why I'm proud American in sports. Proud American sports. Um, what else? Um, oh yeah, so the NFL. You got the Ravens quarterback, you know, Lamar Jackson. I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm trying to see 
that he I don't think he said it, but I'm trying to see if he said he's going to play, but they have not come with a decision um, mm-hmm. for a contract. They failed to reach it. So this might be his last year. I mean, it might be his um, last year with the team. Um, I'm wondering That's if he's going to play, play um, or he's going to hold out and just say, I'll just lose money this year because I don't want to risk injury for the next year. Um, I mean, hell, Deshaun Watson missed what? Was it two years, maybe, mm. um, of football? And then he's about to miss these next uh, 11 games, and he got paid a hell of a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I wonder what Lamar Jackson is going to do. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I, it's sad because I like watching him. I like watching him play. I was, I'm rooting for him. I'm not a big, I'm not a Ravens fan. I, I'm, you know, I'm a Commanders fan now, but. Yeah. I I still rooted for him, um, but yeah, this is it's pretty bad. Like for how much he accomplished, it's like yeah, y'all got to come with a deal, man. Like what? What he got? I mean, oh, I guess the only thing he didn't do is win a Super Bowl for you yet. But he won MVP unanimously. Yeah, he's one of the only ones he asked me to have it to have like unanimous vote. Um, he's um. I mean, he's broke records for like rushing as a quarterback, man. I mean, he he's been awesome for this team. I mean, his team has been great. I mean, they, they kind of go over the hump, they came to the Super Bowl, but I mean, they can they they compete. I mean, I can't. I mean, damn. I mean, there's a lot of <laughs> there's other people who's getting paid that haven't won a Super Bowl, so yeah, you can't you can't just make that like an excuse. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what else is there? Baseball, my team, the O's aren't, um, they're still behind, but it's not looking good. Uh, they they got to go on, like, some winning streaks now um, to really get back in it. It's like they're not out of it, though. There's still a chance, but them losing to the Blue Jays, who is um, competing for the playoffs also, um, doesn't help. Didn't help yeah. them. Kind of make them fall back to earth, like God ah, darn, we're not, we're almost there, but we're not there. But I don't know. I mean, we still got some games left, and they're not totally out. Um, but they, they, I mean, they technically control their their destiny. Um, really, I mean, if they can just win a lot of these series, they might can inch in, um, and and take the place of at least one of these teams. But it's got to either be them or the Tampa Bay. Or Seattle has to falter, mm-hmm. um, and those teams been winning. They've been winning lately, so I mean, we'll see. But hey, they've done so much better than what we expected. I'm happy for this year. Happy to have a, something to watch this summer, like as far as the O's, because I mean, I have, I have not really looked at them for the last few years because they always sucked. It was just embarrassing to watch them. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, it's that's cool. Um, I think that's it for sports. I mean, as far as I really watched or anything, um, mm. I know soccer in the UK is going to be, it's been like on halt because of the passing of the queen. I'll be pissed. I say like, <laughs> if they had stopped like football or something because of uh, the president passing away or dying or something, man. I mean, unless it's on the day of, I say, okay, I get it. Um, but I'm like, if it's like like days away, we got a game. Like, yo, we we can still play. I mean, we we can do two things at one time. 
I can, I can be I like can man. cry for the president and cry because my team is getting whooped on. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I mean, now it happened like the day, like the day or the like night before, day before or something. Maybe yeah, you do that. Even though I don't know about the night before, I'm like, no, you, you people pay his money. It's like yeah, just open these games up, man. Exactly. <laughs> it's, 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 a lot of ticket it's, sales you got to deal with. Refunds. Yeah, they, they, the it's complicated. A, just let yeah. I was like, it's it, it's um, I mean, the country still it still goes on, but you can still show your support. I mean, it's like it's like, hey, the president supports football. I support football. So hey, there you yeah. go. <laughs> just put your head down while the the anthem's playing instead of looking up joyously yeah. at the sky. That's all. Yeah, I was like, Darren, they stopped the soccer games. Like, Darren. Um, all right. So what's going on with wrestling, man? All right, Dominic. Wrestling is exciting right now because last weekend we had three events. We had the uh, WWE Clash of the Castle. That was entertaining. Um, not really going to go match by match, but that was some good wrestling. Uh, they're they're on a good path right now. Um, At then least the queen was, got to see it, see that before she, she passed away. <laughs> exactly. She traveled to Wales to watch that, and that's what <laughs> made her sick. She probably got COVID or something. Um so after that was the NXT Worlds Collide event where they were doing like the NXT UK versus NXT proper brands. Basically, NXT proper dominated uh, all the NXT UK guys. And also the guys like came down from the main roster like Ricochet came back to to fight for the North American Championship. And the, the NXT guy, Kamar, Car, ugh, Carmelo Hayes, won that. Um so that was it was all right. Uh you know, the it was fine. Um and then there was AEW all out. This was a good show. I saw a lot of people saying it was long, but I've had that complaint about AEW shows for a while now. And to me it actually wasn't particularly long. There were a lot of matches, but some of them they they were on the short side, like they kind of swerved it a little bit, like they had a a Jungle Boy versus Christian match and that just kind of went down in a couple of minutes because apparently Christian is injured. Um and it actually ended before midnight. So that's like the first time I remember that happening for AEW in a while for oh, okay. one of these big pay-per-views. So to me, it actually didn't feel that long. Now, it was it was all good matches. Um, you know, a lot of exciting stuff. The Trios Championship with the Elite versus um, Dark Order and Hangman Page. That was a really good match. Um so the the real interesting thing about wrestling right now uh, came after All Out ended. Uh, AEW will do this thing. They call it a media scrum, basically like a, a press event. You know, they have these wrestling journalists in the crowd and they'll sit there with Tony Khan, the owner of AEW and, and the champions, and they'll ask questions and whatnot. Now, are these like, okay, you say wrestling journalists. Are, are they really third party people, though? Yeah, yeah, okay, they don't right. work for the company. Um, the, right. the the term journalist is maybe a little uh, uh, a little uh, how do I say this um, generous? Okay, you know, it, it's kind of like the video game thing, right? Okay, Where all right. It's like you're really kind of regurgitating the information you're you're finding out from your press people. Now, so it's not real. So it's not really like sports journalism. Then, it's not like they don't do it like sports journalists. 
it's probably closer to that than video game journalism. Like they, they, they have people on the inside, they have leakers and, and kind of insiders oh, okay. that are feeding this, them yeah. some of this information. Um, but at the same time, wrestling, especially with like WWE, things are always so up in the air that some of these guys will say something and then it turns out not to be true. But that doesn't mean it wasn't true as of five o'clock today. It just happened to not be on the show. Like when when Vince McMahon retired, there were rumors that Brock Lesnar left because he was like, if Vince isn't here, I'm not here. Um, And a lot of people said, you know, oh, you know, a lot of these journalists said, hey, he left the building. Then later on SmackDown that night, he appeared. So everybody was like, oh, these journalists were wrong. Well, recently, uh, Triple H actually had an interview with Ariel Hawani, who's like a big MMA interview guy. He's, I think, on ESPN. Um, He's a pretty big sports journalist guy. And he confirmed that Brock Lesnar did, in fact, leave that day. So, like... A lot of these guys kind of get thrown under the bus as like all their information isn't that good. But for the most part, I think these guys are just trying to trying to do their jobs. And they're sometimes they have better informants than others. Sometimes plans just change. Um, but that kind of led into the incident that occurred. So CM Punk beat John Moxley for the world championship the AEW title and they were in Chicago. You know, it was, it was kind of expected once they made this match happen. CM Punk was champion. He got injured. They did an interim title. John Moxley won that. So then they had a match to like unify those John Moxley beat them in basically a squash match. So people thought, okay, they're moving on from CM Punk. But then they did this angle where it's like, oh, you're better than that kid. You can do this. Or, you know, CM Punk's friend, Ace Steel, comes out and and basically gives him a rah-rah speech. And then he's like, yeah, I'm coming back and I'm going to win the title in Chicago. So he wins the title in Chicago. So we go to this media scrum. The first guy goes to ask a question and CM Punk's like, "Mm, I got something to say before we start this whole thing. And he starts talking about these wrestling journalists who uh, reportedly years ago when CM Punk left WWE, he recorded a podcast with his at the time friend Colt Cabana, where he basically slandered WWE and, and slandered one of their doctors because basically he had a staph infection that they were not uh, handling appropriately. They were just giving him Z packs, uh, basically meds and trying to, you know, push it off instead of getting whatever surgery he needed or what have you. Um, So that doctor, Dr. Amen actually ended up suing CM Punk and Colt Cabana because it was Colt's podcast. Um, And as, as an agreement, CM Punk at the time said he was going to pay Colt Cabana's legal fees to cover him because Colt Cabana is an indie wrestler. He doesn't nearly have as much money as CM Punk at the time who was coming out of a WWE career at a certain point during that trial. Apparently Colt Cabana felt like the lawyer that was representing both of them was kind of throwing him under the bus and more trying to protect CM Punk. So Colt Cabana said, look, I want to get my own lawyer and 
apparently there was a disagreement there about whether CM Punk had agreed to pay for a separate lawyer or not. So they very quickly became not friends anymore and cut to now CM Punk is returning to AEW. Colt Cabana is actually a hired talent by AEW and had been for quite a while. CM Punk comes in all of a sudden Colt Cabana is not on television anymore and then we find out that instead of re-signing with AEW, he gets signed with Ring of Honor, which Tony Khan also owns. So basically, he kind of got like demoted to the B-Show. Um, at the time, there were rumors that that had something to do with CM Punk. So all of these dirt sheets, all of these wrestling journalists were kind of spreading that information, uh, not necessarily saying it is fact, but maybe, you know, alluding to the fact that that could be a potential thing, because let's be realistic. CM Punk, this big name who has had, you know, awful things to say about Colt Cabana, basically since their whole split, a, you know, he's, he's the guy in the position of power. If, if he said to Tony Khan, look, I'll come work for you, but I don't want this dude around me. Then even if he doesn't, if, even if he doesn't direct Tony Khan to do it, it Tony Khan's probably thinking like, mm, this probably isn't a good idea. He's a big enough wrestling fan to know the history there. Um, so cut to the present, this media scrum, CM Punk's talking about this. He, he's he's talking to this one journalist, Nick Huntsman, and he's like, you know, I heard you do improv. Who do you who'd you learn improv from? And he's like Scott Colton. That's Colt Cabana's real name. And this just like kicks off a tirade of like of CM Punk talking about like why why are people associating me with this dude? I haven't been friends with him for ten years now. I've got nothing to do with this. All this stuff starts going in on the EVPs at uh, AEW, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. You know, they're also wrestlers, but they're also executive vice presidents. They got titles when they started the company. Uh, basically, not calling them out by name, but basically saying they're they're spreading these rumors. They're letting this shit leak. They're making up this shit calls out hangman Adam page by name who he had previously said in a promo on television, basically like this dude needs to apologize to me completely seemingly unscripted calls him like a fucking airheaded motherfucker or something like that. Just like going in on, on these people who are, are part of your company and Tony Khan's just sitting there like, wide-eyed letting it happen though doesn't doesn't stop him and this just goes on for like five plus minutes talks about colt cabana some more talks about how you know they were gonna they were suing each other because colt sued him for the money for the lawyer but then they stopped suing him because colt cabana shares a bank account with his mother and that's all he needs to say about that like that you know, speaks to someone's character or something like there can't be a legitimate reason why you share a bank account with your mother. Um, just like go, goes fucking off it all, all the while he's just sitting there eating a fucking muffin. Um, and then, uh, you know, he leaves the room. Finally, they bring in the next people. And if you're watching the, the media scrum, you see one of the police officers that's in the room kind of rush out real quickly. 
So allegedly, the the young bucks went, uh, young bucks and Kenny Omega, uh, seemingly along with, based on what's being reported now, Christopher Daniels, who is also a wrestler, but he is like basically head of talent relations, and the like head legal person at AEW. Uh, apparently they all went to CM Punk's locker room to uh, confront him or, you know, whatever, talk it out, do something. And that led to a melee uh, where CM Punk started throwing hands at Nick Jackson of the Young Bucks, uh, apparently, or match one of them. Uh, and then his friend, a steel threw a chair at, I think, Nick Jackson and also pulled Kenny Omega's hair and bit him. <laughs> a a grown-ass man biting another person. Um, so now all of these people are suspended. Uh, the, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega won the trios titles on that pay-per-view. They have been suspended pending full investigation, even though the more details that are coming out, it seems like they were trying to handle things somewhat professionally. You know, you don't bring legal counsel with you if you think you're going to get into a, to a scuffle, right? Um, CM Punk, who just won the championship, he's been suspended. So they've dropped all those titles on dynamite. They had a, a, title match for the trios titles and the death triangle, uh, Lucha brothers and the, uh, and Pac or pack. They won those that are now having a tournament to crown the new world champion. It also sounds like even if this all hadn't happened, CM Punk was injured during his match with John Moxley. So he would have been out anyway, so now people are saying there's some things out there saying that like this was premeditated on CM Punk's part. Like as of two weeks ago, he was saying like, mm, you should watch this media scrum after the pay-per-view other people. I, I don't know about other people. Maybe it's just me speculating, but like basically once he realized he was injured, he was like, I'm going to be out and I'm not happy here. I'm just going to go like full rabid, animal in the corner and like get super self-defensive about everything. Like CM Punk seems like a dude that has a really strong ego and really thin skin. Um, so like immediately upon like being chastised or criticized by anyone backstage, it seemed like he was kind of set off. So now we're at a point where we don't know if CM Punk and or a steel a steel is also like a producer for AEW. Um, if they're going to be fired, it seems like there's a good chance that either they're going to be fired depending this investigation, unless something comes out that like their actions were warranted or a Steel's going to get fired. Like he literally bit a dude like, and threw a chair at someone like his, <laughs> um, like if he gets fired, then CM Punk's like, I'm out too. But it very much seems like it, the consequences are probably going to be more on CM Punk's side. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks will eventually come back once this investigation is concluded. Um, but there were, there was a couple of, there was, well, there was like a day there where people were speculating, like maybe Kenny Omega and, and the Young Bucks go to WWE because like, 
Tony Khan sat there and let him let CM Punk say all this stuff. Like he's clearly not backing up his dudes. He's siding with CM Punk. So like maybe they're just going to be like, fuck this company. I don't need to be here. It, needless to say, like it was a long labor day for, for wrestling fans. Cause it yeah. was just like details kept trickling out more and more. It's like, okay, there was a back a backstage scuffle. And then next thing you know, you know, uh, the the stuff that I heard about like Ace Steel biting Kenny Omega like at first I thought it was just like a joke or a meme like oh my god and then like the more times I saw it reported like they're being serious about this <laughs> like he really bit the dude um but it's been crazy and it's it's unfortunate because like MJF came back who who has been off television for a while now after their last pay-per-view it was speculated that maybe he wasn't going to show up at that pay-per-view because he was, he was basically upset about not being given the pay that he thinks he deserves. And he is one of the top stars there, but when he started there, he wasn't a huge name. And in the meantime, and it was very early on in the company. And in the meantime, they brought on guys like CM Punk. They brought in guys like Brian Danielson, from WWE who are getting huge money contracts. I'm sure especially when you compare them to a guy like MJF who came out of the Indies and, and was there at the beginning of the promotion. So I can understand being upset by that, but it sounded like he wasn't, you know, necessarily going to do business. He was kind of holding the company hostage almost, but now it seems like they turn that kind of like real life scenario into this kind of storyline thing, which some people are hoping can happen with the CM Punk stuff. But like CM Punk to me just seems like kind of locker room poison. Like even with WWE, like what WWE to, did to him was not right, but he's also just a guy that's never gonna, never gonna play along. Uh, it, it's, uh, some people on Reddit basically said what I think is is very true. Like CM Punk or John Moxley is what CM Punk thinks he is. Like John Moxley had a hard childhood. So did so did CM Punk. He had a hard time in WWE sometimes. Like he was the top guy, but he was never the top guy. But like John Moxley was smart about it. He let his contract run out. He didn't, you know, ask for his release or anything so he can still get residuals. Meanwhile, Punk just took his ball and went home and then trash talked WWE on a podcast and got sued. And, you know, here he comes in into AEW and he talks a lot about how, you know, he's going to put over these young guys and help them grow. And meanwhile, it's been all about him and whether that's on him or Tony Khan's booking of him, that's the way it's been. And, and now here we are like with this dude who just feels very self-important and, and is willing to throw like the entire company under the bus to make sure that his version of the story gets out. So it's, it's been wild, Dominic. It's been wild. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is, I think that's the most guy I ever heard you really talk about wrestling. Um, in, in a while, I mean, yeah. unless you unless you're describing like a whole pay per view match yeah. or something, but yeah, damn, but that's a, that is a lot of drama. That is it a is lot of so much drama. <laughs> God damn. 
man, that I mean, that sounds like a good storyline. Um. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, if you can get those guys back in a room, you could you could make money off of this. But I just don't know if CM Punk's the guy that's going to be willing to play along. Like, I don't I don't know if he can turn around and go like, okay, guys, I apologize for that, but now we're doing business, and you know, I'll put you over in the ring, or you'll put me over in the ring, or whatever. I just I don't see that being the case. So. It's wild. All right. So now we're going to get to what we've been watching. So I think we've been watching the same things. I don't. Yeah. Um, hold on real quick. Um, sure. I'm not on the page right now. Um, <laughs> trying to see what you got here, what you watch. Yeah. She okay. Just see. So you um, Pinocchio didn't come out yet, did it? Pinocchio did come out. I have not watched it yet. Yeah. Because you're going to be watching that. Because you have to tell me if it's worth watching. <laughs> Because I right now I have no interest. But, yeah. All right. So, what you think? I did see, but I see I saw both of these. So, okay. What you thought of Seahawk, man? Well, let, I guess you talk. I guess I go first. Uh, Seahawk. Uh, it had its moments. Um, I did like it. Are you higher on it than last week's episode? I wouldn't say that. No. Um, <laughs> about about equal. Uh, yeah, um, I, I mean, I did like the moment when they were fighting the goblins or whatever the things were and put them into the portal. Uh, mm-hmm. But the whole other stuff, like the whole dating scene stuff, it was just so. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, like if this was some other time, I don't know. Maybe it's just a moment I'm in. If this is some other time or something. I like if this is like so, some years ago mm-hmm. and this show came out. Maybe in like the mid twenty tens to like the early two thousand, like to the late two thousands or something. Um, I think I would like it more. I'll be okay with this if I saw nothing else. Mar- like I really saw nothing else. Marvel show mm-hmm. and saw this, I will be fine with this show. It's like, oh, this is a cool spin. Um, it's just that it's almost like. These this show is like how those quick jokes are in every Marvel show, movie or show. Mm. Like they have those moments, but that's not the whole movie. You know, you say, "Oh, like this is the funny moment." Okay, this is the moment we right. talk about. It's like, "Hey, this is pretty funny." It's like this whole show is that. Yeah, and they're taking when, those lighthearted moments and spinning them into thirty minutes. Like I said, if there was a, if I didn't, if there wasn't this whole Marvel universe or like we were still in the first phase or something or second phase or whatever, I will be okay with this. I think I just after seeing so many of these Marvel shows, movies, content, it just feels like yeah, um, like this is too much. Yeah, it's oversaturated. And I didn't like the idea of making it like, oh, I can't get a date. And I'm looking at her like, you. I'm willing to bet that if you just went on Tinder or something and put your profile out there, you would be getting a whole lot of likes. Like, I <laughs> don't see how they make it like, oh, but now I'm the She-Haw. I'm getting like, oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you get more. Oh, yeah. But that whole story of like, oh, she's not getting a whole lot of people liking her because of her regular look. I'm like, she's a lawyer and she looks pretty damn good. Yeah. And she's relatively famous. 
Yeah, I'm about to say because I was like, I mean, she was like the, the district th- prosecutor or assistant prosecutor, and then now you know people still know that she is the She-Hulk. She-Hulk, exactly. And even if you just didn't know she's the, somehow you missed that news that like a who was the She-Hulk, like who <laughs> yeah. she was, like maybe you don't remember the face, maybe you just remember the She-Hulk part. Just that profile within itself would be enough. And like she does, she's not bad looking. No, I don't get it. And just like the end of the nobody wants an attractive lawyer that makes a lot, bunch of money, Dominic. Ah, uh, that's very weird. Um, <laughs> and then at the end when she was with the guy, and then I guess he woke up and saw she wasn't. He was like, "Yeah, who are you?" <laughs> I, that's why I got confused. I said, "Okay, so do they? Do people not know that she's a Seahawk? I thought people. I thought it was really well known. I mean, maybe it's not well well known. I I don't know, but I feel like you dating her." You would know what she is. Yeah. Like you went on a date with the She-Hulk. You would know who her regular form is. You know what I mean? Right. So for him to come and then he's like, well, oh, I'm just going to leave. And I'm like. He's got a Hulk fetish, Dominic. That's all. And that's, that's, see, that's what I wanted to get at. I was like, was it that? Or was it because of, what am I supposed to take from this? Am I supposed <laughs> to take like, he's being a jerk? He's a pervert. Oh, uh, because really the way they make him out to be, it was like a nice guy, really. But yeah. It was a weird turn to take because, yeah, he, he does come off like he's a really cool, nice guy. And then all of a sudden, like, he's weirded out by the fact that she's not the She-Hulk anymore. Yeah, that 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 didn't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. I mean, I could say something like, oh, the sex was painful and um, I'm hurt <laughs> and I have to go to the hospital. <laughs> and that's why I don't want to see you no more. I can understand that. Right. I was, that was freaking weird. Um, It's just, yeah. I think it's just too much. And the way, like, the way you talked about the first episode, talking about, oh, that's that lady who was in the God show, or whatever the hell it was, um, the good place. Mm-hmm. And you were saying, and like, you, it almost made, like, it was a big deal. Because then I saw her in the ad, too. And uh, on Twitter, because it was showing her spray paint in the sign, of the lawyer sign of the She-Hulk. So it was like, yeah. oh, I'm the bad guy. But then I never saw her again. So I was like, she didn't do nothing. I was like, she's supposed to be, because I keep seeing y'all talk about this woman, but she's not, she's even part, she hasn't even been in the episode since the first one. Yeah. And I, I think, I'm, I'm assuming now she's going to be in the next one, but it's just weird how you advertise her and I don't see her. Like, I think the, that's a, a um, basically, Suffers from the fact that apparently that first episode was originally a lot further into the series, but at some point they decided, oh, we actually need to kind of show her origin up front instead of like rewinding back to it. So Titania in like entering the courtroom there was probably supposed to be a lot closer to her than like suing her or whatever, you know, closer to this episode, maybe. Uh or, you know, maybe it even came afterwards, and maybe that's why she came to the courtroom. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Know, well, oh, oh, well, yeah. It could be anything. Yeah. I see what you're saying. It's, it was something. Like her suing her for the She-Hulk name is coming before her then entering the courtroom, but they just didn't handle, like, the rearrangement of that very well. I could see that being being the case. 
Because I feel like it, at some point it, it's going to lean heavier into her being there. Like I feel like she has to be the the uh, I mean, antagonist made, of this that's series. That's what it made it out to be. That's why yeah. I was very confused. I was like, oh, that, okay. Uh, but anyway, how many episodes is this? I believe it's nine. Nine? Oh. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean... I see a lot of people who really enjoy it. Um, like I, I'm looking on Reddit forums, sometimes I see how people say. Um, I actually see more Reddit forums where people enjoying it than hate it. Mm-hmm. I just find it funny when I go to the people who enjoy it. They all talk about the people who hate it. And I like that somebody actually said something. I mean, like I guess there's like they were like, you must really be looking for the people who hate it because <laughs> I don't see it a lot. I mean, I yeah. see some. And, and that's how I feel, because I, I don't like the show, and I don't see nobody agrees with me, and I feel like I'm the one left out. <laughs> I think, oh, I'm the only one. Let me let me go up here and start writing hate then, because I yeah. seem like I'm the only one doing it. Let me go. Um, but anyway, but <laughs> I think there's only one forum I, I did see that was kind of middle Like, it was people who didn't like it. Mm. But they also, it wasn't like, oh, woke, like this is because it's woke or something. So I was right. happy. It was like, okay, these people are actually having a real discussion about this. I was going to say, <laughs> legitimate criticism. Yeah, yeah not, not just like the wokeness crap. Um, but yeah, so which is like people are saying about the Lord of Rings, because out there saying like, man, they put all these different races and um, and Lord of Rings and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that, that ain't what's the problem on the show is, though. That's not yeah. why the show is not, that's not why I don't dislike the show is because there's a freaking black elf or a black hobbit or something, man. It's like, I don't give a damn what the fucking race is. They, it's, this is made up shit. Like, <laughs> now, somebody made an argument saying, like, yeah, but based on these tales, they were done by white people. So when people had the vision, they were all white people. I said, yeah, that's true. But but that's how people vision. Yeah, that's what all stories are. Like, they made people usually vision, uh, like, back in the old days, they vision envision what they are or where they from, where they are. Right. So yes, if it's, it's, it's a European old story or something like that, I mean, no, what I mean, it's not European. Really, it's old, but it's not old, old. But either way, it was like you're, you're a European like old story. You're going to think about mostly white people. That's legit. Just like if there's a story in Africa, you're going to think about African people. If there's a story in Asia or China or something, you're going to think it's going to be mostly Chinese people. But now in the world is not like you're. The world's not like that anymore. I mean, yeah. I mean, especially in this country. It's not like that. Um, so they're not going to, it's going to be uh, that people going to include something else. I mean, if it's a period piece, yes, you're going to make, try to make it real, but it's yeah. a fantasy. So exactly. That's the thing, right? Like it may yeah. be based on like European sensibilities, but it's in a completely different fantasy world. That doesn't mean that it has to be, you know, ethnically white in that yeah. way and thing is with the game of thrones there was a, a tweet somebody put out and like i they didn't really say a lot of words they were just saying like you could tell they were saying this is a problem they showed it um this is from the second episode um we can go right to dragons now i mean no 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 okay. i got actually about she hawk because i ain't talking about that but, but before i get to that um they were. They posted a picture of the scene where it was the king with the very young girl who was like eleven or whatever she was. Yeah. Um, and you first, you're thinking like, "Oh, he's talking about the age difference." No, he's talking about the girl being black. 
That's what he has a problem with. That's and, what he's got a problem. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's because that's what the uh, retweet was. Somebody said, "I thought they were had a problem with the. It was the age they had a problem with." Is not that because, race. like in the book, she's not, or is I don't it know. just like I don't like this interracial couple situation? Because people were talking about like, oh no, they were supposed to be all white, but I don't know what Valerians were. I know yeah. what the other um, what what the, the um, um, Targaryens. I mean, mm. only from the show. I mean, I didn't read the book, but I'm like, they make they look like they're making all the Valerians sort of black from what I've seen, like their yeah. darker skin. I mean, so I don't know what the problem is. What's what's the problem with her being half black? I mean, she's like half and half because her, her mother's a Targaryen. I don't right. What's the issue here? Like, what's the issue? <laughs> I don't know what's the issue here. Now, the only issue I would have with race, like, putting things for me personally is if there's a black person white person and they come up with a chinese child that's the only thing <laughs> like like it's something shit like that that's the only thing i would have a problem with because it won't make that don't make any fucking sense right but other than that like they keep it consistent it's not like they're just putting people mixing them up and it don't make sense i'm uh, like what what's the problem here like how you think like they're trying to be woke or like they're it, like I said, I don't mind inclusion as long as you don't fuck with the story. As long as I fuck with yeah. the story. As long as you're not like like literally virtual signaling. Like there's a literal th- like like CW shows, they, lit- they literally do it. Like this, <laughs> I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I mean, if you want to do it, if that's part of your story, then yes, go ahead. But there's ways to do it and ha- and with better writing. Like to in- to have it in there without having to be like Oh yeah, this this is this is a message. I mean, Cross of Dragons kind of does that though, because they do it with like how they don't want a woman to be the king. Mm-hmm. Oh, like the leader. Well, she'd be a queen, but she's like she's the lead. Um, and they do it in a way that it, it doesn't feel like is virtue signaling. It feels like that's the story and that it, it fits. Like this, this ain't that. This ain't that's what I'm saying. It's like this ain't the woke shit. It's like y'all bitching over. They say y'all bitching over some. Small potatoes here. Like this ain't this is nothing. Like there's problems with the Lord and that Lord of Rings. There's problems with it. Ain't nothing to do with that. It is just boring as hell to me. That that's what yeah. the problem is. Um, but but back to She-Hawk. So how do how do you feel about She-Hawk? I I still thought it was a lot of fun. I'm yeah, watching yeah, it. Yeah, as, you son of a mm, bitch. Excuse no, me. You just like horrible things. I'm watching. I was joking. I was joking. I'm watching it. Is very. It's a very surface level thing for me. Like I'm not thinking about it too hard. It's just. You know, thirty minutes of, of pretty entertaining fun for me. Yeah, if you think it's deep, it's deep. Is you think it's deep? Is this how you feel? If you think it's like a, it's like a um, what, what's what's that movie called? Um, ah, uh, it's one of those classic movies. That, <laughs> Citizen that, that, Kane. That Citizen Kane. Yeah, if you think it's like Citizen Kane, Daniel, that's okay. Yes, this is the Citizen Kane of the Marvel universe, though. No, it's it's fun. I I like I liked Wong. Like Wongers as uh, Madison with two N's and a Y or whatever. See, that, that's where I cringe at. But I saw a yeah. lot of people did like that. And I was like, I think I cringed because I knew people was going like this. I said, damn, I've got to hear this. So that's another. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've always liked like overly cringy, you know, sitcom-y type stuff. And that's what this is doing. And, and that's why I think I like it. You know. Yeah. 
All right, so I guess we're at the House of Dragons. So how you um, like this recent episode? So this episode was interesting. I I want to get your opinion on like the the timeline here we're seeing because we've jumped forward again here. Now he has a male heir, and kind of the conversation being had is whether he's gonna move on to having this kid who what just turned one or two maybe mm-hmm. two. Um, be the heir or if it's going to remain Rhaenyra the daughter and <laughs> there's also that moment like I guess just to go into spoilers like where the the hand is talking about like well you could marry her off to your son who's two years old and and, and then you said and that and so it's funny because he just says he's two years old I, yeah I'm saying it's my fucking son Nope, nope. This is Targaryen's Dominic. It's all about incest for them. I know, man. It's, 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 I mean, shit. I look at the freaking royal family. I was like, what the fuck? Um, yep. So, um, I mean, shit. Yeah, because like the the young girl in the previous episode. When you think about it, not only is she young, but also she is the daughter of his cousin, right? So, like, still in the family. Oh, the hand. The hand is a cousin. No, the 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 young black girl. Oh, who he was going to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. one who they were proposing he marry. It was like, his. Um, yeah, it was his. Because that's his. That's his sister. That is sister. I think that's his sister, right? So, so like that, his that's his niece. So his niece. Yeah. <laughs> so like, they they keep it in the family, Dominic. Um, like it's just about like it's just political gain, which is like weird. That's like. But there's other people who you're not related to yeah. to get political gain. <laughs> right. Like, you could, you know, you just have her marry this Lannister dude, and then you got Castle High Rock or whatever the fuck that shit's yeah, called. Yeah, well, there. I guess he was, but she didn't want to yeah. be with him. Um, oh, yeah. Spoilers, people. I mean, shit. Nah, I mean, I just, just, just get yeah. it. Just, yeah, yeah. You just know <laughs> by now. You just want to spoil the shows. But, okay, so how I feel about the, the time jump you were saying? So, yeah, because it seems like this is escalating like very quickly. Oh yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. That's what definitely um, feels like. It it seems like they they take a different approach mm. than what they did with um, the original Game of Thrones. But then again, like, are these based on books? That's what I want to know. Yeah. So the, or the books so are the books the books are like that? I guess I think they're they're kind of speed running through the books a little more. So, to, what, book, so what books are these? These are this made by is George Fire R. R. and Blood or something. I think. So what's the seventh book he didn't make? So I'm, I'm confused. Honestly, I don't know how any of these fucking books break down. To be honest with you, Dominic. Wait. So, uh, so okay. This so this is a is this another series? That's what I. That's what I mean. Like I don't know if he's got like multiple series or if like yeah. I just I just don't. I've I've never been familiar enough with the books to know. If that's why I was. Conf- if that's why I did the show, I think it was just something made for the show and like because he's working on still the other series. I didn't realize he had this book, and I'm like, is is this part of like? The, is there like a? Line you supposed to read how you supposed to read Game of Thrones is yeah. like all those books are is this part of that or is this a separate? I don't yeah I have to look that up but yeah they they are yeah it does seem like they're going um pretty fast um yeah they're moving along in a different pace and I mean I'm okay with that 
honestly. Yeah, I mean, it, it it doesn't feel like I'm like missing anything necessarily by it. So I feel like they're doing a good job of of keeping what's important, developing these characters, but also kind of moving briskly through this timeline. Yeah. To I mean, because they think about it, more important events. What happened in between? I mean, the most you miss is probably some of the battles of the stepstones mm-hmm. um over the stepstones um but other than that like in the castle it was just gonna be the girl moping around and hating, every, her, hating <laughs> exactly. everything so i'm yeah i think i'm glad they fast forward to that because yeah i damn sure want to see that for for like episodes um, yeah by doing that I, th- I think the only thing that i feel like i missed out on was like any development with the crab feeder but it doesn't feel like they were doing any like that character wasn't gonna get developed Nah. Anyway, it, it was like just was, basically yeah. like fodder for for this this fight. Even so, though I thought that character looked really interesting, so I would have liked to see him explored more. Yeah, uh, I, I believe he. Uh, I believe I guess I think you would have found out that his his mother was a crab and his father was human, and that's <laughs> yeah. how he came to be. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was like a mire lurk or something from uh, one of those big crabs just crawling out, fucking people. So at the end, so the whole thing you're supposed to take away is that. He went and fought without the king's help and won. Uh, basically, he got like so fed up and pissed off that he thought they that, you know, the king thought he needed his ships or whatever that he was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it on my own. But what did he send? So who sent that letter? Was it so the, the uh, king sent that letter? No, the, who oh, sent the, letter the, to the original king? letter. I'm thinking it's probably that the one guy that was like dissenting from the group. Yeah, the brother. Um, his. Yeah. Yeah, the um, the guy's brother, the Valerian's brother. Um, yeah, I'm thinking it's his. Corliss's okay. brother. That's the only. Yeah, that's the only. Yeah, because I was like, if he sent it, I was like, what the fuck is he pissed off about? <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I was thinking he was pissed off because it was too late. <laughs> I mean, right. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, but but I saw like it was just them. I said, oh, I said, well, watch, they're gonna win. And then, so it's going to make it so he won without him. So they still going to be at each other's, I mean, not, not, they're going to eventually be, I think they're eventually going to be at, at each other's throats um, at yeah, some point. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I just want to know when those ships come, what they do. It is like, oh, let's <laughs> be still back. <laughs> it's going to fucking burn them to the ground with this dragon, probably. Oh, yeah. The dude's oh. clearly got anger issues, Dominic. Yeah, exactly. It's. Uh, and man. I think the drama is just going to escalate. And then you have like, at some point, like they, they focus too much in the first two episodes about like the King's kind of like weakness and frailties, like having the maggots eaten off his fingers and stuff like that. Like that dude's got to die sometime soon, especially well, with how quickly they're moving through these, these episodes. I don't, yeah, that's the thing. I didn't really see him be sickly anymore. I'm thinking like, what those maggots yeah. just, you did it. I didn't really get no focus on his hand. So I'm yeah, like, he had gloves on, I think, okay. like all oh, of this okay. episode. All right. So I wonder if that's part of it, because I feel like he's going to die. We're going to be moving so quickly that his son's going to going to be of an age where like there's going to be maybe like a three way kind of challenge for the crown basically you know somebody will side with his son is like the true like a like the fucking hand would probably be like oh it's got to be the son yeah so he's gonna side with him and like try and push him onto the crown even though he's like eight years old or some shit like that 
And then Rainier is still going to be like, look, my dad made me the fucking heir. I'm going to be the heir. And Damon's I mean, still and, out and there. Because that, like, that damn deer went to her. That white <laughs> yeah. deer. <laughs> yep. that, that, she I was, was a coward. Actually, I, I, I wish she would have killed it because then bro, I wanted her to kill it and bring it back. Yeah. See, that's what I thought it was in the woods, not a boar. I thought the deer mm. was going to come out. That and I did too. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the deer was gonna come out. They was gonna kill it, and then they was gonna come back to camp and be like, "I got this bitch." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> say, "Hey, I'm the fucking queen." And that's what I thought when when that deer did show up, and she told Cole like, "No, don't do anything." I thought she was like, "I'm gonna fucking do this." Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's kind of fucked up, that you're gonna hunt this deer that seems to be where. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Targaryens don't don't appear to be the smartest people. <laughs> I'm like, you should just kill the regular brown deers. I mean, the white. Oh man, the fucking brains are going to mush just now fucking generation racist, after generation. <laughs> it's how you feel. but no. But I'm thinking, yeah, like what the hell? Um, yeah. I'm see 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 what Peter did to us because he did CG deers. We could have got some weird deers, <laughs> and we could have painted one white and really had one. But no, we <laughs> got a CG deer where he killed it, and I was like, come on. Uh well so what else happened in this episode? Yeah, uh, like her sulking and just being yeah. pissed. Um, like I I don't mind that. Like I said, I just wanted a whole bunch of episodes with that. So I'm, I'm yeah. thinking like yeah, okay, yeah, we moved along. We can so definitely speed good. run that bit a bit. Yeah, but yeah, but this it's good overall. I'm enjoying this. Like I'm yeah, really enjoying this series so far. So. It's like, yeah, yeah, I got something I really want to watch. Um, mm. After um, Better Call Saul, I can kind of get into. Um, I mean, I am into it. I am yeah. into it. Uh, so that's good. So I guess we get to what we've been playing. So I guess you go at first. Yeah, so I've just been playing more Tiny Ken. I actually beat it last weekend. Um I like that game a lot. It's relatively short. I think it was like eight hours for me to beat it. I tried to get as many of the collectible pollens in each level as I could, but it just got to a point where I like couldn't find them anymore. And that's one like shortcoming of the game that I would have liked to see is like a quality of life thing is like, even if it's just after you beat the game, give me like a little pollen tracker kind of thing indicate where i may not have found these things because these levels are very big and each one has like somewhere between like 900 and 1500 pollen in it to collect and i I like the collectathon type stuff especially in a 3d platformer i know because you fucking did that stupid shit in um prince of persia (laughs) yeah i collected all the flags in assassin's creed too like yeah I'm I'm into that stuff, but at a certain point when it just becomes like almost impossible and I feel like I'm searching every like corner of this map systematically, like that that's where it doesn't become fun anymore. So it would be nice if they gave you kind of like a maybe hot and cold thing or just put on your map like here's the general area of the stuff that you're missing. I would like that a lot. Cuz apparently there's also th- a thing to like Make sure you get all the thing. Make sure you collect all the tiny kins in each level. Which I'm not. I have no idea where I'm at as far as like that. It would be nice if it told you in the menu like you have this many out of this many. Even if they didn't just show you where they are. 
Um, but yeah, I, I thought that game was fantastic. It was the perfect length for me. And I, I watched some of the Pikmin stuff since we last talked about it. And it still isn't, it doesn't click in the same way as this does for me because it's not mostly a 3D huh? platform. Don't wear glasses and look like you. <laughs> that's what it is. Yep. I, I just relate too much to this character, Dominic. Um, nah, it's just the, the 3D platforming aspect of it is done very well in this game. And and I like that a lot. I'm a, I'm a big platforming guy. So using that along with the Pikmin mechanics, I think, is, is a great combination. So I'd love to see a sequel or something similar to this game, even from a different studio, if, if you know, somebody grabs onto this concept. It's really good. All right. So um, I've been playing some, some more of the Nonary games, the uh, mm-hmm. Nonary game, um, 999. So, I, like I said, I think last week that, okay, like I said last week about the game, that is different endings. So, I was working on the um, good ending, but actually I was working on a safe ending because I had done one ending, which, because you can't get the good ending unless you do the safe ending first. And thing is, I was doing the safe ending first, which is the coffin ending. And I got that and I was very confused. I was like, this is a good ending? I was like, I was like, this is this don't seem that good, um. But then I had read somewhere like, oh no, you have to do the safe ending. I was like, oh, I had to do it. So I had to do it two more times. I got to beat this game. So, but like I said, luckily you can just go on, go back to a certain point in the game, and just start from there and just go a different path. So you don't have to play the whole game over again. So that's I like that's a good job. And they explain it kind of explains. While I'm going through this, the good ending now, I did a safe ending, how, why you're doing different endings, because there's some things your character would say he knows, but you only known it from the last ending, but it's like, mm. you learned there's something to that. Like, why does he know? It was like, what? he, cause he even asked himself, why do I know? But now you, I'm getting to a point in the story where I'm learning what's going on. Like how I like the story so far. It, it's pretty cool. I also like how they, the way they talk about things, you would think it's real. Like, it's this is a real story. Like, they talk about, like, because hmm. you're supposed to be on the gig, the Gigantic, which is the Titanic sister ship. But that's not, hmm. there is this Titanic sister ship in real life. It's not called a Gigantic. Yeah. <laughs> but but they call that Gigantic. And, but then they were talking about all these stories about the Titanic. And the way they go through it, it's like, oh, is that really true? That's really true. <laughs> then I go, look, I go look it up and then I realize, Oh no, because somebody said the same thing. Say, are these stories true? And somebody said, no. They're spreading misinformation. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they say these stories are not true, but the way they re- the way they describe it, it just feels like it's real. It's like it's one of those like urban legend like kind of things. And so it sounds like, or I feel like that that is real, but it's somebody is real urban legend, like mm. the one where I forgot what it was when the guy who went into the Egyptian. When the Egyptian um, pyramids open a coffin or whatever, he, they said he supposedly he got cursed, and they said when he when he died, they said his dog died at the same time, like he was somewhere else. He died somewhere else and around the world, and his dog was at his home, and they said his dog died at the same time. I remember reading about that. I don't know oh, if wow. that's totally true, but some people are saying it is. I mean, like I was like whatever, but that's a, that's a real story, and like I was thinking like this stuff was like because. Like they said, there was a casket on the 
ship of the Titanic, but when they got it, it was like an Egyptian thing, but they found it floating in there and um it was still good in good condition. So I thought it was like, oh, maybe somebody had that shit in the stores. I was taking it over <laughs> and, and, and got it over here or something. But anyway, um yeah, they and the puzzles, the puzzles are pretty good, though it's like I said, it's a lot of math. Um Nornary is um like uh deals with base nine and stuff like that. I think shit I don't really like fucking with, but <laughs> there's the internet that tells me the answers, so that's what I do. When if it's like if it's like a regular <laughs> puzzle, I'll try to figure out. It's like I figure out, but if it's something about that base nine shit where I have to go do math, I said, nah, nope, nah, I'm not doing schoolwork. We're going to just going <laughs> to look for the answer <laughs> into that if I can get past this puzzle. But other than that, man, I, I do like it. I do like the game. I, I enjoy it. Nice. Um, what else there is? And yeah, I mean, it's very animated. It got this lady who's barely showing her, like her tits are just hanging on for dear life. I mean, but they make fun of it too, though. Yeah. Because the guy, the guy said, like, I don't, you know, she don't look old, but you know how Japan are with, like, if you're like over 20, you're old. Um, <laughs> so, because the, because what God was like, God, I don't want to be with you. I don't want to be like you. This indecent person. I said, "What do you mean? Just like a regular one." I said, "Yeah, but I know nobody wants to see, uh, like a freaking show up raisin wearing a damn um small top or something like that." <laughs> Good and lord! Like, and I'm looking at the character. I was like, "She don't look old. She's 21." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "But I guess in that, I'm like, hey, you over 20, man? You old? You too old?" <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what else have I played? I played. Some, I'm still playing through Trails of Cold Steel Four. I'm at the Last battle. Um, I'm fighting like these last bit of people, and like this, it's it's getting close, man. And I'm, man, I'm I'm getting, I'm feeling the tears. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna be crying at the end of this. <laughs> I know I am. Uh, but yeah, I'm still trying to get through that game. Um, I did try a new game this week. Um, the JoJo um adventure. What's it called? JoJo. JoJo's Bizarre, Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, All-Star Battle R. All-Star Battle, yeah. Um, and um, so this is a fighting game based on the JoJo's um, JoJo uh, Bizarre Adventure um, anime slash magna, uh, manga, I guess. Uh, yeah, manga, um, which came out, they think it's like the 35th anniversary of that. I just oh, wow. saw. So, yeah, it had a lot of comics. And I think I got a little bit of better understanding what this shit is because even though I watched like a few episodes, <laughs> I understand it, the show. But it take it has different arcs and it takes place in different time periods of the uh, of of that takes to different time periods of Earth. Um, like I think this was like Victorian time period that I am now. Um, I mean that 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 it starts with. I don't know it's Victorian, but I know it's like. I know Jack the Ripper was there or some shit. I don't know. Uh, but so it was <laughs> around whatever the hell that was. Um, then um, it it goes into another time period where it's, it's another person and they're just part of the JoJo's um, lineage, basically. That's what it seems like it goes to. Because now, because I always see this woman and on the Netflix advertisement for JoJo and I'm like, who is she? And then she's supposed to be, she's the first female one. She's a part of his lineage too. She's part of his lineage, so it it deals with that. Now I don't know any more of the story besides that because I was 
as much as I was going to read at that moment um, <laughs> <laughs> about, about that show. Because so I just wanted to play. I just want to play the game. I'm mad that it's no um, English dub. It's freaking Japanese. I'm tired of shit. Especially when you got an anime where it is English dub. I'm like, y'all could have fucking paid the actors to do the voices on this, man. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Uh, so I, I have to. Well, I, I'm not reading it. Like, like if it's come too fast or something, I'm not going to be reading. Like, the, what the hell they be saying? I mean, it's just a fighting game anyway. But the fighting game is 2D, but it has like a. They sidestep like 3D, where you press A button, you kind of sidestep. So it's mm. like it's three, it's 3D, but 2D at the same time. Um, like 3D environments, but like 2D fighting style. It's not like Tekken. It doesn't feel like Tekken or Virtual Fighter or um, Soul Calibur. Um, so far, all I played with, played with was the original JoJo. So far, um, just trying them out. Um, I'm still getting used to the controls. There's they're similar to what the Dragon Ball Z controls are um, a bit in that way. You you don't have really, like, it's not a tag team. I don't think you have that. But you do have a partner, like a sis. You have a oh, sis okay. where you, somebody comes out and do something. Excuse me. And you could pick anybody. It seems like you pick all the characters for a sis in that game. Visually, it looks really good, though. Like, it looks really, I like, I like the look of the game. That's really the reason why I want to try it. Honestly, mm-hmm. what's the visuals? I do like the look. So I don't, it's, I can't really have a good judge of really how I feel about it. I mean, so far it feels okay. JoJo, I mean, so far he he doesn't feel that great to me. Uh, I'm still try, like I said, I'm still trying to get used to the controls. Haven't tried anybody else yet. So maybe I might find a character and it's like, oh yeah, I like using them better. So yeah, I'm gonna probably play some more of this game and get a feel for it. But yeah, I mean, so far, I mean, like the looks of it is all right. I just I don't like that it's not English dub though. Uh, they didn't guess said they had the money for that. I guess it's not popular enough for that. I thought it was. Uh, but or or people just going cheap because let's like I'm mad at One Piece, One Piece Warriors. I gotta fucking read every goddamn thing. Uh <laughs> all right, so that is it for what we've been playing. So I guess we take a quick break when we get back, we get to the flashback segment. All right. And we're back. And now we're flashbacking to 2012. So this week in 2012, we got uh, trying to, and I'm not on the page. Okay, Goblin Menace. Yes, this is expansion for trying to. It, uh, I trying was a game. I was trying to get you to play with me, but you said mm. I don't like it, and then I said uh, you're an idiot. Um, but it's a it's a co op game, like a side scrolling kind of um, action RPG ish kind of thing. Uh, it's it's 2D. It plays like a 2D, though. Uh, I mean, it seemed like it was fun, but I didn't really play much of play much of it because I mm-hmm. wanted to play with um, another person. It's like it has just puzzles and stuff like that. But it's been popular because hey, it's been three of them. Yeah. Um, has it been four of them? Has it been four? Ah, uh, did they just put out a Trine Four recently? I'm not sure. Trine Four. Uh, Trine Four, the Nightmare Prince. It came okay. out in 2019. All right. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's been a pretty popular series. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. I'm Alive is on Windows now. Yep. So, I think we talked about that. Um, I don't know what this is. Is this worth talking about? Nah. Okay. Um, all right. Mark of the Ninja is out for the Xbox Live. Yeah. 
And you could talk about this because I didn't really play it. It game's really cool. It was made by Klee. And they're the guys that also did um, uh, Shank, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. It has a very cool art style, basically like flat, kind of cartoony looking. But in this one, as you would suspect from the title, Mark of the Ninja, it is, you're playing as a ninja. It was a stealth side-scrolling 2D game. Uh, it was really cool. I, I liked the bit I played. I wish I had played more of it, but I just came out at a time that I wasn't playing stuff like that. So here we go. We got Anomaly, Warzone Earth. What the hell is this? This is a, look like a top-down, oh, tower defense game. It came out yeah. on, on PlayStation. I think it came out on other systems, too. Well, actually, I've seen it before, but I'm, I'm not that familiar with it. It came out earlier this year for Xbox Live Arcade, and it actually mm. came out on Windows in 2011. So it's okay. just PlayStation um, Network is just getting the game. Also on PlayStation Network, I think, did it come on 362 this week also? Yes. Um, so yeah. Double Dragon Neon is out. This is like the new Double Dragon um, beat em up. This is game is hard as shit to me. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, it was cool, but it was way too hard. Yeah. And I was there. Yeah, that's what uh, pissed me off about it. Because I was like, yeah, this is a nice game. And I, mean, I played the demo. But then the demo was hard, so I never bought it. I, we got it free, I think, because it came with gold. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that, yeah, that's why I got it. Because I know I didn't pay for it. I think it was on PlayStation Plus at some point, too, eventually. Um, yeah, I think, I think it was. And it's way forward, did it? I mean, so they're known for making decent, like, like um 2d games yeah but absolutely they this they made this one pretty hard i mean i guess it's just trying to be like double dragon but i was like darren you can just put an easy mode they didn't know we were like, weak millennials now yeah that's why i am and it's like god damn i'm um, looking at these scores though like god damn ign gave it a three out of ten jesus <laughs> like what what god. happened ign like did somebody piss on your cheerios because like Everybody else is giving it sevens, eights. This is all over the place. Like, I mean, I mean, okay, take out IGN. I yeah. mean, the lowest score is like a 6.5, mm. um, which is weird because then you see EGM gave it a 90 out of 100. Right. Um, now, Edge got 7 out of 10. Game Before got 8.25 out of 10. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, it's kind of all over the place. So I guess... Maybe those people got low scores were like me and or a million scores. They're like, hey, I'm too hard. I, I That's exactly it. what it is. <laughs> IGN just couldn't beat the game. They're like, Meh. um, I'm trying to see. No, they ain't put the IGN comment up here. I wanted to see like why they have it so low. All right. Anyway, what we got here? We got Finding Nemo Escape to the Big Blue Special Edition. Um, is this when Dory came out or something? Uh, because this is 2012, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Or it's just a Finding Nemo property? They were just doing a just game? just Finding Nemo property, because I don't no. think that's when when uh, Finding Dory came out. Yeah, that didn't come out until 2016. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that, that 3DS game, and I don't know what it is, because when I click on it, it takes me to Finding Evil in the movie. <laughs> so, hey, try it at your own risk, people. All right. <laughs> NBA, NBA Baller Beats came out for the 360, and this is the Connect NBA game, and it can teach you how to be an NBA player. Yeah. Um, it got um, Darren Williams is on the front. Damn, I remember Darren Williams. He used to be on Utah, and then he went 
to the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets. And I think he's been other places too, but that's why I lost him. I lost mm-hmm. him at the, the Brooklyn Nets. Um, <laughs> I never found him again. All right. <laughs> so, but yeah, this game was a connect game. It got 7.5 out of 10 off everybody. I'm beginning to think like, well, 7.0 from um, game, game spot. But I mean, that's not horrible scores. No. That's actually okay. It's an interesting concept. Like you dribbling a real ball to coincide with these songs, you know? Yeah. Though your mom will get mad at you dribbling in the house, though. I mean, <laughs> I don't think she'll appreciate that. And so they got to come out with a Switch version of this, Dominic, so you can take it outside. All right. So what we got here? We got NHL 13 is out. Yep, that's right. Hockey games be coming out now. And they got the great Claude Jerks. Jocks, I don't, I don't know um, how you pronounce his last name, but he played for the um, Philadelphia Flyers uh, back then. They have an exclusive Stanley Cup Collector's Edition, mm-hmm. Fancy. where you get the HUT packs. They call it the Hockey Ultimate Team. Ah, there it is, Ultimate Team. That's where they're making their bread and butter. Yeah. All right, so what we got here? We got Ticket Tag Tournament 2 came out. Yeah. And Darren, that, you know what? That's a big leap from when 1 because 1 came out when PlayStation 2 was launched. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize it was that far. Uh, but yeah, so Tekken Tag Tournament 2, I think it was free to 1 system. I don't know it was Xbox. Maybe both though now, but I feel like I ha- we have this and we got yeah. it with gold. Because I, I think I gold, like yeah, a, yeah. So, because I did try this out, and I mean, I didn't really grab me or anything. Um, I wasn't really into it, though. But now that I've seen this, I do kind of want to try it again to see maybe <laughs> I like it. But yeah, tactic tournament. Um, and I'm looking at trying to see what the reviews are here. Damn, this is a long Wikipedia page. Jesus. Um, all right. So Metacritic gave it a eighty. Three on 360, 82 on PS3, and an 83 on Wii U. I mean, oh yeah, Wii U was basically 360 PS3. So, um, but did they use that damn controller? Did they use the Wii U control, that big fat controller? I want to see how you give it the same score. They were using the Wii U Pro, the Wii U Pro controller. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this um, it got decent scores. Okay, so like it was a decent game. Game for get 8.5. I'm trying to see what's the lowest score I see. It's the lowest score I believe see is like a 7.5, seven. From Edge and a seven point five from IGN. Um, it was nominated for the best fighting game when Spike TV Game Awards when they were going on, but oh they lost to Persona Four Arena. Boo that anime bullshit. Boo. <laughs> All, right, so. All right, so you know I'm gonna try that because um, that is on PC the Persona Four fighting remix, mm. and I kind of do. Yeah, I kind of want to try that. I hope it don't spoil Persona Four for me though. <laughs> play that yet i'm gonna play it when it comes to game pass all right so what we got here we got farmville 2 is on facebook was released i didn't even know there was a farmville 2 farmville i know was huge yeah i'm gonna guess farmville 2 was not that big <laughs> uh, yeah. let me see what it's saying about farmville 2 zynga zynga game give me okay sequels Farmville 2 was unveiled on the June 26, 2012. So, wow, it relatively came out real quick. It, it differs from 
Farmville in a number of ways. That's all it says on Wikipedia. <laughs> it's different. Just buy it. I don't know. They didn't have no reviews or nothing. I don't know if they, people liked it. Let me look at IGN. Maybe they got something here. No review up here. No review. Come on. Building crops. They just tell me how to build crops and everything. Blah, blah, blah. It's hot uh, strategy guides bastard. for Farmville. I'm going to say this is probably the best Farmville game ever, and you should go find it if you can. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what else we got here? We got, oh, wait, now I got to make sure. Because I didn't, it, it it wasn't on the wiki that this came out, but it was on Moby Dick, well Moby Games, and I want to know if it really came out. I don't think this that's week. right. Because I saw October. Yeah, I can't. Okay, okay. I'm not going to say blanks. it. I'm not going to say it. Um, then. All right. So now we're okay. And actually, I shouldn't be saying it anyway because that's 2000. <laughs> Yeah. That's I was on the 2012. Okay, so now we're done with 2012. So now we're going to 2002. We're going 20 years ago, and we got Armor Core 3 on a PS2. Ooh. This is a Square Enix. Well, it used to be Square Enix, and I think I I believe they did because I remember seeing. Oh no 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 no! I get you know what I get I get Armor Core confused with ah oh, what's it called. Square Enix robot strategy game. Frontline? Front mission or front, front mission. I think it's let me see. I think it's front mission. Yeah, I get it confused with front mission. Okay. I always get these two games confused. <laughs> Cause they're both about robots and they blow up shit. Yeah. But this is the one <laughs> from from software. Dark yeah. Souls developers. So, um, oh shit, that I left the page then. Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> so, yeah, so fun software. So, is this a hard ass game? Well, this is when they're still doing okay, okay games that I can play. I feel um, like it was probably still on the hardcore side. I like this snippet from tit, uh, gameplay on Wikipedia. As a new feature, Armored Core 3 supports USB mouse for emblem design. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Armored Core Three. I mean, I'm I'm assuming it's really it was popular because it had they went to three of them uh, at least, and but it didn't. I know it didn't do well for the PSP, but the PSP, damn, that's like long after. Uh, so it probably was like the same game and just not really well ported. And plus, yeah. you know, the PSP has a knob, so maybe that didn't do so well for it. But I got a 74 on a PS2 on Metacritic. Um, I got an eight from Edge. You know, um, Game Four gave it an eight. I mean, it's not point five. Yeah, yeah. So it got like decent scores. I mean, it had a following um, for this game. I never really played it. I think I might have played a demo mm-hmm. of one, but I just don't remember it. But yeah, um, Armored Core. Like it's like this back assault, um, front mission. You know, front mission is more strategy. Yeah. Um, they I always get those games confused because all mechs and stuff like that. And, you know, <laughs> I feel like I'm missing one. Um, but yeah, all right. Um, here's a big one Dino Stalker. Um, and because I remember playing this in arcade, and it's when because I always say, like, hey, this is, this is a Jurassic Park game, I want it right. <laughs> get a gun and just shoot them. Where there was a Jurassic Park game like that, but it never came to consoles, and that was yeah. really bad. 
Um, so Dino Stalker, which I would think they should have just did Dino Crisis. Like, why you just do Dino Crisis? Um, <laughs> like shooter thing, Capcom. I just use that. You already have a license, but it's a horror like gun shooter, and it's an offshoot of the Resident Evil like gun shooters. Which, but based, but oh wait a minute, wait a minute. It says but based on the story of the Dino Crisis series. So it is. Oh, okay. But then why they call it Dino Stalker? Because they didn't want to ruin the Dino Crisis series if it was awful. Which, I mean, this looks bad. You're like shooting brontosauruses in the neck. That's messed up, Donna. <laughs> Though it can be played by other means, a light gun is recommended. What other means besides a controller? Touchscreen. On my emulator. Um, oh, yeah. This game is horrible. Um, it got a 50 out of 100. <laughs> um, the highest score I see is gaming for me at 7.25. Oh, no. Actually, Game Zone. Which I never I was really go say, there. Was it a cover story on Game Informer? Um, nah, nah, it wasn't a cover story. <laughs> but Game Zone gave it a eight point four. I can't trust there those game zones, man. No, nope. I can't even click on it. They only have a Wikipedia page <laughs> for this. Can't trust them. But yeah, um, it got a lot of mixed reviews. Douglas C. Perry of IGN criticized the game's controls after the first mission. Your hand is in pain. Oh my Damn. god. Um, the Just carpal tunnel so syndrome you didn't have before throbs in fiery extended agony as if to say hello and you have just started in the dozen plus levels you played through Rough. the slow paced awkward control is not only annoying but it hurts you what are you was he playing with the light gun what, how the hell I feel that like happened? he had to been playing with the controller yeah <laughs> play with it's the keyboard probably not the way to play but also, yeah, this is giving me a headache. Like all the flashes from the screen, <laughs> bad. Did they have that warning? They didn't have to do that warnings back then, right? Then they had. Uh, to. Well, technically, do you have to do those warnings now? I think you do. Oh, okay. Because of us weak millennials, our <laughs> soft brains. <laughs> all right. So what else we have here? We got. Oh, this is real huge. This is really big. Battlefield nineteen forty two. Yeah. Was released. Is this the first one? That's the first one. This the first one. This is oh, this is huge. Now Battlefield, I didn't really know about until Bad Company. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I mean, I knew of it, but mm. it was a PC game that I had. My PC was nowhere near powerful enough to play, <laughs> and online gaming was not a thing to me really. Yeah. Um. So. It wasn't really in my mind, but I realized how huge it is. I mean, this was like you really being a war. I mean, there's been no game really like this. Yeah, it was like this is where you could get in vehicles, you could get in a plane or a jeep. You're driving around these levels and trying to take over these spots. It yeah, was, it was awesome. So basically, this is a time when Medal of Honor was big. So it was like, oh, this is Medal of Honor, but like you're yeah. on a battlefield with Not a whole bunch linear. of people. Yeah. And I'm trying to think, what was this one? Was this 32 on the first one? Was the first what one 32 mean? people? Oh, uh, or was it 16? So. Was it 16? 16? I think it was. Um, the game developed by team four, team of 14 people. Okay, no, it was a team of 14 people made the game. Oh, that's the development. Damn, 14 wow, people. That yeah, is crazy man. to think that only 14 people worked by on a team that. of 14 people at D- Digital Illusions. Battlefield 1942 was built on the formula 
of the less well-known and successful codename Eagle video game set in the alternate history of World War I. It featured, it featured single and multiplayer modes and blah, 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 blah. Okay. So I'm trying to see. I never knew that DICE stood for Digital Illusions CE. Oh, man. I thought it was just like a DICE. They say we're going to be there's <laughs> some DICE. And they say we're going to call ourselves DICE. Uh, are, is DICE and then the DICE, like the DICE Awards, are, they had nothing to do with them, right? Um, Or it does. I don't it's know, them. to be honest with you. I always got that confused too. I was like, they got their own award show. Why didn't those, they should always just pick their game to win? <laughs> it should also <laughs> always just be Battlefield. <laughs> but hold on. Let me see. Okay, I found it. For a team of 32 on a 64 player match. Oh, Dan did a 64. Okay, it was then? 64. Darn. So no wonder people were angry when they got like on the consoles. It was like, what? Only 32? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, yeah. I mean, that shit was great, man. That had to be uh, mind blowing. Like, because you never play a game like, so, oh my God, there's like 32 people, and you're, it's like you're fighting a war. So, this is what war is like. You can just die and, and respawn and come back yeah. and, and help. And you just stand around <laughs> waiting for a plane to spawn, and then you yeah, get inside yeah. of it and you crash it immediately. Everybody can be, it's like this, this is like war. You could be a medic, a scout, or an engineer. You, can, <laughs> you know how to ride a tank, fly a plane. Or, you, well, you don't know, like me, you would just crash. It's like, hey, this <laughs> guy. <laughs> Man, I mean, yeah, that I mean, it sounded like fun when I was reading about it. I used to get jealous. It's like, oh man, this sounds like fun to do. And I finally did it, it was fun. Yeah, I never got that game, but I had the demo for it, which was the Wake Island demo. And that was just so awesome. Just like I said, waiting for the plane, and then you get inside, and then you're like, I can't drive this worth of shit. Because you were supposed to use like the mouse for like up and down, and it just didn't make any sense. Oh god! Get the jeep, you drive over with your team to the flag, and just fucking raid that shit. Yeah, Battlefield. I mean, that it's a cool game. It it was. I mean, I I like the concept. Oh shit! I just closed my window here. We closed open. All right. So what else we have here? We got Mega Man Zero for the Game Boy Advance came back came out. And yeah, I mean, I believe this is a pretty damn good game. Yes, um, I yeah, liked it a lot. It was very much like Mega Man X, but you played as Zero instead, which I always thought Zero was the cooler character because he had a sword, even though I never really played any of the games with him in there. Whatever. You Zero, him. Just like Trunks. People like Trunks yep. in Dragon Ball Z because he has a sword. Yep. But he ain't no Mega Man, just like Trunks ain't no Goku. He ain't no, no Vegeta. Trunks is better than Goku. We saved his life. Came from the future with like disease remedy or something. But oh yeah, he, that's right. Oh, but you know what? It's funny how somebody was saying like and um, cut freeze in half things they want in Dragon Ball. A guy was like, "I want Vegeta to finally actually beat a villain without <laughs> Goku having to beat him all the time." And that's ridiculous. And that's why I find it funny that people really like Dragon Ball Z. He like did. That. He killed Nappa. I don't count. Um, <laughs> Napa no every time I think of Napa, Napa no how. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I I was thinking like why is Vegeta like they always keep talking about like how strong he is, but I never see him killing be beating anybody because it's always Goku who does it. Alright, so what else we here we got here? Oh yeah, but Mega Man Zeros, you said you really like it. You, um what else you um want to say about it? Uh, that's about it. I mean, it's been so long since I played it, but it's just, you know, traditional Mega Man style game. And I think it was on the easier side, 
because at the time I probably would have only played like Mega Man X and definitely had trouble with some of those bosses. But I think I got a lot further in Mega Man Zero. But it also could have been because I was playing on emulators and I may have cheated a little bit using save states. Uh huh. And what um what's the story? What's the story of Mega Man Zero? I don't know to be honest with you. You're you're Mega Man. You're Zero, and you're trying to save Mega Man, probably. But like, where make where make where Zero come from? Where does Zero come from? I don't know, to be honest with you. Let's see. Wiki where says the from? game is set. He's born by Doctor Light, fucking a machine. Oh. Well, no, oh, there he you builds go. Him, but I don't know. Maybe Doctor Wiley built uh, Zero, and then he turned into a good guy. I feel like that's one of that's that type of story, right? Um, it's like he like was a, the like, cool, like a Knuckles yeah, and yeah, or. Uh, Shadow Hedgehog. Exactly. Something like that. Which is still the same Sonic game. (laughs) (laughs) But Shadow, I think Shadow was actually created. I think, I want to say Shadow was like. Yeah, I think he was made like in a lab. Yeah, he has no mother. It's just a tube, baby. Genova. All right. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So what we have here. Oh, that's the biggest one, Daniel. That's the biggest release. Tie the Tasmanian Tiger, 20 year anniversary. Oh, yeah. Of this great 3D platformer, the most underrated one. I mean, this man was, people say he was better than Mario. He was like, it was like Mario and if Crash Bandicoot Mario had a baby, this would be the game. <laughs> and it would be the, ulti- the ultimate platformer. Ty does what Nintendo. <laughs> but yeah, but this is EA's platformer, Ty the Tasmanian Tiger. Like, um, and I mean, they made four of them. Yeah. Uh, there's some sequels. I mean, some kid bought them. Uh, I mean, I never played it. But, I mean, it got rated a 70 on PlayStation 2. Um, it came on GameCube and Xbox 2 also. Um, and then, you know, they got the HD release. And, hey, <laughs> HD release on Metacritic got 70. So, it, it made good. It's like, hey, it's keeping, um, it got the same score. So, that's, that, it's keeping consistent. Yep. It ain't get worse. That's pretty hard in a, in a world that gets better every day, Dominic. So. Oh, but you're a gamer didn't like the original. They gave it a <sighs> 5 out of 10. Just didn't have taste. Yeah. They're biased against Australians, Dominic. And All Game gave it a two and a half stars on the oh. Xbox. Whatever All Game. They're probably is. New Zealanders. They don't like the the Aussies. Where's All Game? It is a U.S. It is a U.S. site. It said it was it was active between 1998 and 2014, and then it disappeared. All right. So what else we have here? We got the Scorpion King: Rise <laughs> of the Acadian, the, yeah, the Acadian. All right. Um, what what is that? Is that post? That's his tribe or something? Or that's I don't his people. Know. Uh, it's like but, an arcade, but it's Arcadian rhythm. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This does not get good scores. It got forty nine and forty seven on GameCube and PS two. Xbox. That's, that's higher or lower than the movie score. Yeah, <laughs> I never seen the movie. I don't think I've sat down and watched the movie either. I've seen parts of it when it was coming yeah. on, like uh, WB or whatever. I think because I saw the reviews for it, and I was like, I'm not going to bother seeing this. Yeah. I wanted to see The Rock. He should have had more time in the damn Mummy too. I didn't want to taint my perception of <laughs> what was an amazing series at the time. I was so mad because he was like front line and center for that Mummy too. Yep, and I was like. Man, it's rocking in there, and then he's not, and then he's just a monster, 3D monster at the end. It's like, what the fuck? 
Uh, but he finally gets gets it, but it was too late. It was too late for me. All right. Well, what else we have here? We got The Thing came on the PlayStation 2. The Thing is the based off the movie. This is supposed to be a horror game. And Vivendi, Universal. I feel like I remember this being well received. Um, I remember people talking about it. But yeah, I mean, it got 77 on PC, 70, 78 on PS2, and 78 on Xbox. Only your game, your game, man, to be hating games. Um, we gave it a 5 out of 10 on PS2. <laughs> but everybody else gave it a good score. Um, they just there. know that five actually <laughs> means median game where everybody else believes that seven does. <laughs> but yeah, um, this is, wasn't a game I wanted to get. Even though I did see some decent scores, I was scared. Yeah. So I was like, nope, <laughs> I don't want to be scared. I don't want these monsters to jump at me. I want to. I don't know if I've ever seen the original thing movie. I don't think I guess, but like I said before, because about the thing is that was there like a remake of that movie? I I want to say it is. I saw the Xbox version of that situation. So, and I'm sure there was a Star Trek version of that situation. <laughs> there was a lot of situations yeah. <laughs> based off the thing. Yeah, 2011. That's the remake of that came out. All right. So now we also got Tarzan game that came out. Dizzy's Tarzan for the Game Boy Advance. Return to the Jungle. So Tarzan, I guess he he was with um Mary Jane. That's what, what's, what's her <laughs> just name? Just Jane. That's, oh, oh, right. <laughs> so she was with Jane, and then he was like, "I gotta go back to the jungle, man. I'm tired of these humans. Yep. I'll be with Mike Collins some more. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke some weed with Rosie O'Donnell and chill in a tree." All right, and I got a few other games. They got Mobile Suit Gundam Federation vs. Zeon. It was a Mobile Suit game that came on PlayStation 2. And it's not my Gundam, because my Gundam <laughs> is the Gundam Wing. And mm. I don't like these old mobile suits. <laughs> and then there was Egg Mania for the PlayStation came out. And I believe this is like a puzzle game or something. And I don't know. I don't not on the website for it. I don't know, but there's a place called Eggmania, New Jersey. Yeah, that's it's where I'm at here. <laughs> I'm going to say that um, that's what that is, then. It's a restaurant, and you should go by there, people. Eggmania got- Eggstream Madness is its subtitle. Down. And the reception is uh, uh, 75 on Game Boy Advance, but it's a 64 on PS2 and 64 on GameCube 658 on Xbox, so yeah, mm. it's probably not be worth getting. Looks very Tetrisy. Okay, yeah, I'm seeing it now too. Yeah, it does look Tetrisy. All right, so that is it for the flashback segment. So we want to take a quick break where we get back and get to the gaming news. All right, and we're back. Now we're gonna get to the gaming news. What we got, man? All right, Dominic. So D23 is happening this week for Disney, and along with that, they did a Disney and Marvel game showcase. So this was like a quick 30-minute thing. They just kind of briefly went over a couple of the games that are either out or coming out soon from those properties. They kicked it off with Tron Identity, which is coming from Bithel Games, Mike Bithel, the guy that did like Thomas Was Alone and a couple other games. Oh, okay. Since then. Um, this is going to be like a visual novel, but it's also going to be like more puzzle focused. It sounds like there's going to be a lot of dialogue in there. So something that Mike Bithell is uh, pretty good at. So 
yeah, it seems like it could be cool. I was I was hoping when I saw Tron and Denny, I was like, oh, a series or something like mm-hmm. that, because that animated series was great, man. Like I really I really enjoyed that. Yeah, like that was really good, and I was so mad when it got canceled. Mm-hmm. But it was, it, it, I think it had a decent ending. I don't know. I mean, it had a kind of open ending, but it wasn't. I don't think it was disappointing. Like I felt, but it was. I actually might watch it again because I think about it. Nice, because it is it is on Disney Plus, right? Uh, I, I think so. But That's yeah, that right. yeah, it's just that Tron. They could have the movie. Me, it wasn't great. Like I, at the, I mean, I talked about it. I watched it recently in in three D, and I mean, it was all right. It's just it's, it was a lot missing there. I mean that they could have done better. I mean, I was surprised they. I mean, but I guess the sales weren't that great for it. Um, the ticket sales because yeah. I was like, man, they could have done something good with that universe. But they didn't. So, oh well. I mean, I hope this game turns out to be all right. Yeah. I don't think they gave a date on that. I don't remember seeing one. Uh, after that was Disney Illusion Island. This is the new style Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy. Yeah, I'm not big on that. No, I'm not huge on it either. But I do like the the idea behind this game. It's a 2D platformer. It's got four player co op. It reminds me of like. Rayman, or what's that one that you were playing that was like a racing game, like Speedrunners or something like that? You know which one I'm talking about? Racing game? No, it was it was like a platformer. I think it's when you were down like in North Carolina, you would play with your buddy. Oh, I forgot what it was. Um, uh, was it was it like Rayman? Yeah. Uh, I forgot what it was called. I'm thinking it was like that. It, it, it uh, looks like it's going to be like that. So it looks pretty cool. That's launching exclusively on the Switch sometime next year. Um, yeah, I, like I said, though, it, the, the new style Mickey, the like edgy looking Mickey isn't super uh, appealing to me. But I, I don't hate it. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess it's, it's like the black and white old Mickey Mouse, but... Mm. It's like just jaggedy. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like he's, he's like zhuzhed up with, with some like, I don't know. I want my 90s Mickey dope. Mouse. <laughs> yeah. So he, well, he got his like um, button down shirt open, t-shirt, like jeans and these tennis shoes. <laughs> I remember that. It's like a, my sister had this shirt or something like that. Yeah. I hate to tell you, cool. Dominic, but that, that was never actually Mickey. That's just. What the shirts at the flea market look like? Oh no, no, it wasn't that. It wasn't that shirt. I know what they are. It was a real, it's just a guy from Disney World. We went to Disney World. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's like it's the nineties Mickey. It's like yep, yeah, that was the same time where you're getting like Bugs Bunny and Taz and like oh, crisscross yeah. colors and jean yep. <laughs> overalls and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember that. And yeah, you used to have yeah because they had the front and then you had the back. Yep, I, I, everybody wanted those shirts because I was like, man, I want that shirt. I want a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yep all right dominic next up we got midnight suns that's the marvel uh for axis game that's got a release date again it is coming out december 2nd this time so it is still making it out this year i'm surprised i thought it's gonna be next year i am too yeah um and they're gonna be doing some digital shorts starting on october 31st to uh kind of set up those characters in this world that game still looks all right, but I'm not like super excited for it. So, 
Exactly. Maybe uh, it might turn out something I want, but I don't know if I'm in the, mo- in the mood for it, that yeah. type of game. Yeah. All right. Next up was the Red Hulk is coming to Marvel Strike Force. That's that phone game that oh. they've been running with for a while now. They also announced Marvel's or not announced. Uh, well, they announced a release date for Marvel Snap. That is the phone card game, and that's coming out October 18th. Is this the phone card? It's not on PC or anything? No, they didn't. I thought at one point they had announced that it was coming to the PC, but they only mentioned it being on Android and iOS this time. So I don't know free if to play? it's just like, yeah, yeah, it's a free to play one. So I want to try it out because the appeal of it is like it's super quick. They were saying like two to three minute, you know, matches. So I want to see how that plays out. I want to see if it. Yeah, if I mean, it's I like that, but I just want to know why. And they just put them on PC too. Shit. Yeah. I'll put on everything. <laughs> Fucking shit. I mean, what the fuck? Exactly. Put that on Switch. All right. After that, they mentioned Aliens Dark Descent. They were just like, hey, yo, here's a little bit of gameplay footage of that. And Aliens uh, is. Un- oh, yeah. Because it's Fox. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even think about that. Because initially, they do like a, a little, a quick, like gameplay montage at the beginning of it. And I saw Aliens. And I was like, that's weird. And then I was like, oh, I guess it's not that weird. But yeah, it is weird, and that yeah, that makes sense because it is Fox. So, man, see this, we should we shouldn't let this happen. (laughs) They don't everything. The government should have got in and said, "No, we can't. You can't buy Fox." No. All right, I'm gonna keep that same energy for Microsoft later. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next up, uh, Avatar. No, no, Microsoft is our company. Sony, Sony is uh, Japanese. (laughs) That's true. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, but Disney's our company. No, but but it's it's just another American company, Fox. That's all I was saying. They they oh, don't, oh okay, yeah. I gotcha, gotcha. They're hurting. They're hurting us. We're yeah. hurting ourselves. Yeah, we hurt ourselves. Exactly. Gotcha. All right, we compete up, against ourselves. Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. They just talked a little bit about that game. Also, that's the one we had seen previously. That doesn't have a release date anymore. Uh, we also got Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. They announced that there's going to be a galactic edition coming this holiday. Apparently the date for that is actually November 1st and it's going to cost $80 on the console. Wait a minute. We already got Lego Star Wars. Is this a dispatch? It's going to be $80? This is a gal- so it's a, it's like a game of the year edition, basically. They're calling it the Galactic Edition. It's going to come with 13 new character packs, which are going to be 13 like new. So these from... these haven't been released yet. Correct. So they're going to have. Can like... I buy them though for yes. about the original? Oh, okay. Yes. So uh, it's 13 character packs. It's going to be like Mandalorian Pack One, Mandalorian Pack Two, Rebels Pack, Bad Batch Pack, stuff like that. Um, so $80 for the console version, $70 for the PC version. You're going to be able to buy this in two collections, character collection one and two as a full bundle of the two as $24.99 or character pack one as $15 character pack two is $15, or you can buy the individual like, uh, show packs or whatever for $2.99 each. So like they they break it down incrementally if you want to just buy like a couple of the characters. And it, this seems like a lot for what this game came out this year, right? Like it hasn't been a year old yet. 
Yeah, I, I forgot that I played it. So like, <laughs> I, the, totally forgot. I, I can't sit here and say that the pricing should be like severely discounted, but it, it shouldn't be more than the original game was. Cause we are, let's say six months past that game's release at this point. So man. Yeah. I, I would have, I agree. It, I mean, actually I would, if it was $60 and it was just more stuff, but $60, I yeah. think I would be, I think I will be okay with that because yeah, it is still absolutely. the same year. If you came out at the same the same price as that original game, because now you're six months later, but you've got content to keep the price the same. But for it to be eighty dollars, I don't I don't think so. No, especially no, when no. like there's so many characters in those Lego games already. Like, unless I'm dying to play as Cassie and Andor or Reva, like. Like this I want some story with this. That. I want exactly. like some new. You gotta give me like a stage that has to do with them too, like to really make it worth it. Because just playing that, because really, you're just playing another person who shoots yeah. a gun or like the person with a lightsaber. Yeah, another person with a lightsaber. It all depends what kind of. And then I guess another person who jumps super high because that's what Jar Jar does or something. Mm. I guess somebody who could bounce. I don't know, <laughs> but it's like yeah, I I wish. Give me like a new stage that goes with those characters. Yeah, yeah, I'll be for that. Yeah. All right. Next up, Dominic, they talked a little bit about Return to Monkey Island. We already knew that that was coming out September 19th. Official Talk Like a Pirate Day. So that is very soon. We'll be seeing <laughs> Official that. Talk Like a Pirate Day. Yep. So that's, that's looking good. The art style still doesn't like sit perfectly with me. I don't love it, but I don't, I don't hate it either. It's cute. Um, next up after that was Gargoyles remastered Dominic. I thought this was like, when I saw it, I thought it was a show coming back. I was like, Oh yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like maybe we do the show instead of the video game. Cause I don't remember there being like a lot of reverence for like gargoyles, the video game. And that should have been packed in with the other Disney afternoon game. Exactly. They're they're trying to double dip here on us, Dominic. So I don't approve. Yeah, because how much are going to charge for just it's just a gargoyle game? It's like okay, well the Disney movie game you could at least packed in then. They they better be fifteen at most. Now that I said that, it's going to be seventy dollars, but whatever. All right, after that, Dominic, was some Disney Mirrorverse content. There are villains dropping in October. Uh, apparently, this is mobile RPG action game. I think it's like kind of a Diablo-esque thing. Uh, apparently, that game's already out, but I don't know really anything about it. They just had a trailer there for it. No Kingdom yeah. Hearts. No Kingdom Hearts games shown. Uh, they, they did include some footage at the end of this presentation. Oh, they did. They didn't talk about it at all, but they just, they had like a, another, um, like compilation at the end and there was a little bit of kingdom hearts sprinkled in there. So they didn't, they didn't forget about you, Dominic. Number one kingdom hearts fan. They they got you. After that, they showed Speedstorm. That is the free-to-play Disney racing game. They're going to have Monsters Inc. characters in there. So I wonder, is it going to be like Multiverse, where rotation of characters? And 
Well, I feel how like does, probably that would be the case. You know, and then you can buy the ones that you like. And then you got to buy, like, hey, this... I don't know. Like, what else can you buy? I guess decals for the cars. Yeah. Because it can't like, be. Is that going to be power moves? Like, how they going to do that? Like, is, that's what like, I'm. I'm thinking. Like, oh, I can pay for better tires. Like, I would not be surprised. Well, I say better, but like different tires. Probably, I don't understand right? that stuff in Mario Kart Eight. <laughs> when they got it, where you got like, here, you can pick the tire you want. Yeah. I don't know what the difference is. Uh, they slightly tweak your stats, but like your character choice still has that's what, that's a much the thing. heavier effect on. Because I'm like, if it. I got my character, the character is supposed to be stat. It's like, why are you over overcomplicating a simple fucking game? They're definitely overcomplicating it. Yes, I agree. I'm not huge on that stuff. I, I typically just choose the regular card anyway because it's the one I like best. All right, uh, so Disney Dreamlight Valley was next. They showed off the Toy Story. There's a Toy Story world that's coming to that game. Is that and the one was, that's on Xbox? Yep. Game Pass? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, we both kind of expressed interest in pop, possibly trying that out. So Yep. Maybe we'll talk We're about that. We're kids at heart, Daniel. We're kids at heart. <laughs> no, Dominic, I'm a Disney adult. So that's, what they, <laughs> that's what they call them now. You got to embrace it. all right after that was avatar reckoning so this is an mmo rpg shooter for phones this is reckoning like you get to play as the humans and shoot them i you get to play as the avatars and shoot them you're playing as avatars with guns navi's is guns it's gotta be like um dark forces like you played the bad guy, yeah. Like in the Star Wars, you know. I mean, you might be, you know. Well, actually, you might be because in that trailer, right? Like they show bad guys having turned into Navi. So, like maybe, maybe that's the story. That's the twist. You're gonna find out you were the bad guys all along, Dominic. But yeah, the, 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 there's gonna be like co-op. There's also gonna be um, and it's a know. phone game. Yeah, that's oh, why that's... I'm like, mm, don't care. <laughs> Because it almost looked like it was going to be like Fortnite, but with Avatar. And then they were talking about, you know, like MMO stuff. And I was like, I don't really understand that. But I guess you could kind of, depending on the mode that you're playing, you could kind of classify Fortnite as an MMO. Like, less RPG, obviously. But The phone is only for, like, um, Angry Birds, Crappy <laughs> Birds, and Adult Video novel. Video game novels. No. <laughs> visual novels. Adult video visual novels. That's the only yep. thing the phone's for. All right, Dominic. Next up was the Amy Henning Studio Skydance New Media. Their ensemble game that had previously kind of been teased. It's it's not going to be a Fantastic Four movie. It's not going to be a, a, a movie. A Fantastic Four game. Or a X-Men game like people were speculating. Instead, it's going to be a Black Panther and Captain America game that's set during World War II. You're actually going to be uh, the Black Panther you're playing is Azuri, which is the grandfather of T'Challa. And then there are going to be two other characters that are playable. So there are four playable characters. One is a Howling Commando, Gabriel Jones. And then yeah, the, the black other, guy, right? Was that? The black guy. Is he? The Gabriel, I mean, I, that's what I saw on the cover. I saw a cover. I was like a black soldier. 
Uh, yeah, like it's kind of silhouetted, so I couldn't quite tell, but he does oh, look like he might be silhouetted. I mean, I, did I, I mean, maybe I saw a different picture, different one. Maybe you saw, yeah, because the one I saw, dude, look just black. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think you're just racist. And you just saw I just black don't see you say, color, Dominic. You, you see, see silhouette. Saw silhouette. <laughs> I see black people. Yeah, what's that disease called where people can't see faces? Uh, face blindness. That, well, no, it's a name for it. <laughs> it's, but I like that better because the name for it, I guess, like, what the fuck? Yeah. To, scientific name for shit. All right. Um, damn, I'm trying to find it. I thought it was on Game Informer, uh, which is where I saw it. But yeah. Uh, but go ahead. Plays him, and then you can also play as a, a fledgling Wakandan spy agent, uh, not Nanali, who looks to be a female. So maybe one of the Dora Milaje or predecessors to the Dora Milaje. So I, this is interesting because we, we heard that there was going to be a Black Panther game and it doesn't seem like this is that game. So we're going hard into the Black Panther games, Dominic. We might actually be seeing like multiple. Yeah, that's, that's something. <laughs> I, I do wonder like, You've got this four-player experience. I We don't know what the gameplay is really in this game yet. It seems like it's going to be more single-player focused, but with four characters, it makes you wonder. Well, I guess not single-player, but I should say f- story-focused. But, like, you have to immediately kind of compare this to Marvel's Avengers, right, with four players? So, like, it's not Yeah, a I see the one you were looking at. Oh, okay. Okay, I mean it's me shall say one, but I can yeah, but I can tell he's black. Yeah. All these people black. Ain't black Captain America's black too. He's not, <laughs> he's, not, he's, not, he's not. He's not black until, you know, the Winter Soldier thing. And No, she's yeah, she's Dora Mirage. Yeah, I mean. I mean it ain't that old. Picture? It ain't that old. I mean, because it's only going to World War Two. That's uh, true. Yeah. Um, but no, I was reading the article. Yeah, this they say it. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's a cool concept. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm definitely curious to play it. It's yeah. interesting that they're um, that they're actually doing that. Give me Uncharted, but with those characters and better combat. Not maybe. All right, Dominic, and then the. Uh, Pièce de Résistance. That's not the word I'm looking for in it at all. What? It's just French. <laughs> the uh, the show the showstopper the capper uh, for this. They announced Niantic, the people that made uh, Pokemon Go, are working on a similar game called Marvel's World of Heroes coming in 2023. So if you thought people were uh, dying down, looking at their phones, walking around into buses, looking for Pokemon, you're going to see the same thing with people trying to fight Thor and Iron Man or something, maybe. Oh, so that's what I was, that's, that's, that's how it's going to be? Like, I don't know I, about it, what you're going to be fighting. I think you're going to be, be heroes, obviously. But I, I just feel like this doesn't have the same appeal. Like I, I know, know Marvel's huge, but like... 
the collection aspect of Pokemon Go, I feel like, is yeah, what made it so exactly. Big. Like, you're going out, what, what are you doing? You're going on Gog Collect Heroes? Like, hey, come, come, catch, <laughs> catch Spider-Man. You gotta do team-ups. <laughs> what the fuck is that even? Yeah. It doesn't make, it doesn't make sense, because, like, the Pokemon thing kind of makes sense. Because you're collecting, you're actually collecting Pokemon like yeah. they do in the game. Maybe it's, it's going to be sense. like, hey, the Shocker is attacked attacking the five guys down the street and you have to go down to five guys. Okay. And like yeah. I mean, or I guess you do that. Yeah. It just, Man, it doesn't I wish I was young again. Cause there ain't no way in hell I would can do anything <laughs> like that. I just feel so weird. Just like a grown ass man. Like, Oh, grown ass <laughs> man staring at your phone, staring at your multiple phones. If you're like the Pokemon people who have like six of them yeah. on a 3d printed bracket so they can catch all these Pokemon at the same time. Just wandering around random public locations. Yeah, I I'm too self conscious for any of that stuff. Yeah, and and I just feel like you gotta be a certain type of person. Like I almost feel like I can't I can't see a black person in the inner city, um, Baltimore City, just run around doing that shit and th- think things go wrong. Things are gonna <laughs> go wrong. I'm looking for this ditto in the wrong part of town. Yes. I didn't realize. I mean, there were definitely those stories, right? With Pokemon Go, like, oh, these people didn't realize they were going into the wrong parts of town as they were looking for their Pokemon. <laughs> it was just black people. It was yeah. just black. It's just, that's all it was. And they didn't say, oh, no. <laughs> Somebody wore a hoodie and they, they were in the wrong part of town. Yep. <laughs> they just didn't realize these parts of town existed, Dominic, yeah. until Pokemon brought them there. All right. So yeah, that was the the Disney Marvel stuff. I you know some some bigger announcements, but we really didn't get a lot from this Captain America Black Panther game. So I'm just waiting to see more on that. Maybe from the Jeff Keighley game show or something, we'll see more there. So, all right, Dominic. Next up in the news, we got Microsoft announcing that they're adding noise suppression to Xbox Party Chat. So, if- fifteen years too late <laughs> for me, man. Shit. They are, yes. But if you if you got trouble with background noise, hopefully that'll help you out, and hopefully the that'll help the people on the other end of that out not having to listen to that stuff. So that would be nice. Uh, they also announced the Xbox Elite Series Two Core Edition. Now this is an elect, uh, Elite Series Two controller, but it's white with black grips. And it's going to cost $129.99 because it is not going to come with all the extra doodads. You're not going to get the back triggers. You're not going to get the extra D-pads. You're not going to get the extra thumbsticks. Now, you can use all of those things if you were to get them through other means, um, including you you will be able to officially purchase them uh, separately as a, a bundle for $60 and that'll include all those thumbsticks the the case cuz this doesn't come with that either. So if you're looking for like a maybe more premium controller but not necessarily looking for all of these things cuz I don't know how many times you're like swapping out thumbsticks. This might be an option for you. 130 bucks is still on the high end for me for a controller. But especially because we've heard so much about like the the quality issues with those controllers, like I feel like the Elite Series controllers have have had issues more than I've heard regular controllers. 
Um, and maybe that's just people being dissatisfied with them because they paid such a premium price for it, but still, um, and, and they're also adding the ability to do like custom controls, custom elite controllers on the, um, Xbox design studio. So that's pretty cool. Cause if you're, if you're paying a premium for your controller, it would be nice for you to also like customize it to your to your liking as well so yeah yeah all right dominic i talked about it i think last week or a couple of weeks ago atomic hearts because there was a new trailer that came out for that unfortunately it has now been delayed which is kind of what i expected considering they put out a trailer and didn't put a new date on it uh it looks like now it's going to be coming in the first quarter of 2023 and that's that one that kind of looks like bioshock or um Bioshock meets Fallout kind of yeah. thing, you know, got kind of Russian imagery with a Cold War kind of aesthetic, singularity also. Chernobyl light, yes. Yeah, Chernobyl light, <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, all right, some other news. We got Tencent. They are throwing their money around again. They are now investing 49.7, very specific numbers, percent in Guillaume. Uh, Brothers Limited, which is Um Guillaume or whatever his name is, is uh, the head of Ubisoft. And they as a company own 13% of Ubisoft, but Tencent is loaning them money to purchase more of Ubisoft up to 29.9% of it. And then Ubisoft is also directly offering Tencent the opportunity to increase their stake from 4.5% to 10%. So like overall that brings them to what? 39.9% depending on how much kind of leverage they have over. You know, stop playing this game. Just, just let the Chinese take over. I get it all. <laughs> they, well, so that's the thing. Like they're taking this money, but then at that point they're capping them to like not purchase any more stock for, eight years so like they're trying to give them like enough to keep them happy and and give them more money but also are trying to like keep their keep their shares you know yeah keep their are majority do stake, i guess next e3 if they do a e, come on e3 they're gonna do what they used to do with a bendy <laughs> like we're all one family yes we're all together Holding hands. And then Xi Jinping shows up and uh, tries to take over. All right. Next up, Dominic, speaking of uh, Ubisoft, we're, we're probably going to see details of this stuff a little bit later today when the Ubisoft forward happens. But as of recording this, we don't have any details yet. But there is some kind of leak out there. Basically talking about Assassin's Creed Infinity and kind of the settings they're going to do there. One of them is Japan, which has been heavily rumored for a very long time for Assassin's Creed. But they are also allegedly going to do some witch stuff, like witchcraft stuff, because they're doing like Roman witch trials or something like that, which sounds kind of cool. So America? (laughs) No, no, like uh, Roman stuff. Oh yeah, they had witch t- trials back then, apparently as well, um, which I I didn't realize until they talked about this setting a little bit. Um, 
But I think that's cool because like we've seen with Valhalla that they're not afraid to like really lean into the more mystical side of Assassin's Creed. Wait, so the, the, is it Roman? This is going to be in the, like Roman. Yeah, time. it seems like it's going to be like Roman times. Okay, like Julius Caesar times. I'm thinking that, that, it's got to be around then. Yeah, but well, we shall see later today. Hopefully because they were Greek. They were Greek with. Um, oh, is that what it was? Okay, with the with the woman. Yeah. So yeah. I was just saying, like, are they moving to Rome? Gotcha. Yeah, it seems like they'll be doing Rome then. Yeah, so that seems cool. I want to see some witches in my Assassin's Creed. Mix it up a little bit. All right, then, Dominic, uh, we talked last week about how Phil Spencer was talking about keeping Call of Duty on the PlayStation for the foreseeable future. So apparently uh, that foreseeable future is about three years after their past or current agreements which we're not entirely sure what that is but it seems like it's about like two years so we're talking max five years uh apparently that did not sit well with jim ryan at sony uh he basically said that you know i thought these were private business matters um in fact here's the quote uh i hadn't intended to comment on what i understood to be private business discussions but I feel the need to set the record straight because Phil Spencer uh, brought this into the public forum. And this is a statement to gamesindustry.biz. Microsoft has only offered for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. After almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate on many levels and failed to take account of the impact on our gamers. We want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality Call of Duty experience and Microsoft's proposal undermines this principle. How dare them, Dominic? How dare them invest the money into this company and then decide what they want to do with its games? Yeah, I mean, look, I, that's, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> he makes a statement because it's like, we, we all know that y'all do it with third-party games, especially Japanese games. Like, you did it, you're doing it with Final Fantasy yeah. right now. With the remake... With the remakes um, and the um, Final Fantasy 16. As far as we know, it's just on PlayStation. And I think they said that. It says, I don't get it. Like, Microsoft bought this company. They have the right to do what they want. And yeah. I almost feel like this is a good thing. They're actually letting it stay on your system. Yeah. Like, then I, I think just they're being it away. a little generous to, to try and bypass some of the the concerns about regulation here in the United States. You know, some people have raised questions. I think also in Europe, they've, they've put out a statement basically saying like, we're going to investigate this a little more. So I think Microsoft is in the position where they're like, we're going to try and be friendly and, and give them three more years at least, you know? Yeah. But to, to me, it's just, this is the business. Like, Y'all all try to get exclusives, and like this is what y'all were doing. Y'all want people to buy your consoles, so you try to get it like exclusives um, to your consoles. Like you did it with the Spider-Man license. Like Spider-Man could have been on everything. Yep. But you kept it exclusive to your your console. And then you um, bought Insomniac. 
And everybody kept saying, oh, it's because Sony owns Spider-Man. But I was like, wait a minute. I thought it was, that was just for the movies. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So so that was bullshit. It's like, like, but they didn't, well, Sony didn't say that. There's people who were not in, like, ignorant, trying to make sense of it. Trying yeah. to make sense of it. And it's like, no, the sense is this. It's they own the Somiac, and then they want it on their going nowhere else. They want people to buy it on their console. <laughs> they want to buy their console. And that's fine. Like, that's their right to do it. I mean, I didn't like it because I wanted to play it. I mean, I, I mean, technically, I did play it, but I, I always preferred to play it on Xbox because yeah. that's just the place um, I mostly play with my friends and stuff, so I have to keep going back for Sister the System. But, I mean, in, in, in this world, um, I wish everybody could play everything. I do. I mean, because it, it doesn't matter. I don't care if, like, I got something and they don't got it. Like, if, yeah. if some reason, like, Halo came to PlayStation... I wouldn't give a damn. I'll as long like, as your version on the Xbox still plays as well and, yeah. and is just fun. Yeah. Now, if, like, if there's a game that I want, because I do prefer the Xbox, well, I prefer the Xbox definitely now because of me being able to play on my PC and through the mm-hmm. cloud and stuff on certain games. I, I'd, I'd rather have that. Because uh, there was one point, like a few years, I was and really displaying. that's not even you caring about the Xbox. That's just no, you caring convenience. about the service that they're providing, exactly. which could it's be provided a- on the PlayStation. Exactly. If place because I wanted PlayStation to do the same thing. If PlayStation when it came out and like instead of all this tier shit, um, <laughs> they had the same thing like Game Pass. I will be all for them, and yeah. like and, yeah, and they had like a PC where I can play all their games. Because right now. A lot of games are locked that I have to have a PlayStation 5 to do it, to be able to do that. I can't play the PlayStation 5 games on a PC. So that's that's the problem. I want to do that. Um, I want to make it so that I, how Microsoft's doing it for me, I don't have to get a Series X. I can just keep, or I can just upgrade my PC to start playing these games to be better, uh, mm. uh, to play better on my PC. And I want a PlayStation to do that. But yeah, they have every right to do it. Look, PlayStation has their exclusive. They do their deals with third party. And Microsoft did some deals too for third party. They did a deal with a Tomb Raider that kept it for a year that it didn't come on PlayStation. I mean, these companies do that. Now, if you just say like you don't like that, like you don't like that all these games are being taken away or like you don't like exclusives, that's fine. I I mean, I don't, I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, I mean, I see the benefit of exclusives. exclusives. But I also understand, like, yeah, I do want to play um, on any platform I buy. I get it. I mean, I think everybody, I think most people, and I count the internet, most people want that. They want to be able to, hey, they buy this console, they can play any game they see advertised, they want to play. Like, I wish I could play Mario on my damn Xbox. Or <laughs> shit. Or something like that. So Same. It, but that's not what the world we live in. So, like, I can't see, there's nothing totally wrong with what happened i mean it's business it's, it's like it's not wrong uh what microsoft is doing uh, i mean unless you're saying it's wrong what sony's been doing what these companies been doing since their existence that i know them to be doing yeah um so i don't i don't know what i don't see this as like a like it's a real it's like an issue in that sense it's just an issue in that, oh, yeah, one day Call of Duty's like a on PlayStation. But during, by the time that happens, 
you have a choice of what system you probably want because it's probably not going to be just a PS5 and mm-hmm. Xbox Series X no. by the time that deal's over with. I don't know what the hell's you don't know what the hell's going to be within the next um well, how many years to say? Oh, well, well, this is deal supposed to be up. And like so they're saying 3 years past the current agreement. That's so what I'm saying. I'm What's speculating the current agreement? that that's like at least 1 year, possibly 2. So I would say somewhere between like four and five years we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't know here. what the hell the state of things are going to be with anything. Like, yeah. I don't I don't even know what the state of the game is going to be because you always see, like, you places raising the prices. That's the issue you should fucking have right now. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't even give a goddamn. I'm thinking, like, yo, what's what is going on? Like, like what's going on with them raising fucking prices and shit? Like, what's going on with hardware right now? Like, what's gaming going to be like in the near future for everyone because if they it doesn't i don't know if the seller is getting better with this the hardware um excuse me with hardware being made so and then at that point if some reason playstation has to go more digital then that's not a big deal where you play shit at then at that point you know because like who cares that microsoft owns call of duty because if you're just gonna play it on PC anyway, because it's like all digital or on your phone, yeah, it don't matter. Yeah, that's what it, it comes down to for me. Is like Microsoft. I I keep saying it, but I feel like especially if we're talking like five years down the line, Microsoft is gonna be angling to get Game Pass everywhere. They're they've got it on their systems. They got it on the computer. They've got it on some TVs at this point. They're just going to be like, hey, if you want Call of Duty, you can have Call of Duty, but it's going to be through Game Pass on your PlayStation. And and Sony's either going to have to agree to that or they're just going to suck it up and not have Call of Duty anymore. And then they're going to have to explain to their players why they aren't, you know, open to letting them play the game there. You know, I think I think that's what Microsoft is going to be angling at. And you're already going to see kind of dissent from Sony players because they're going to, they're going to be looking at a $70 game. Meanwhile, you look over on the other side and Xbox players are playing it as part of a thing that costs them $70 for six months to play, you know? Yeah. So like it, it's going to be interesting. You know, the game might still be there and, and hopefully they do keep up the quality on the PlayStation and don't just put out like a shitty version of it. You know, hopefully you're looking at the same exact game across the two systems. But when you're looking at like that value difference, then you have to consider like, maybe I just, maybe I get an Xbox and I play game pass or maybe i'm maybe i'd stream it on my pc you know we could be at a point where you could play competitive shooters through streaming in in that many years you know so who knows yeah i mean technically people are already doing that yeah uh, and some with some games yeah. um I don't, but yeah I, yeah it's this is mean I thought when the Microsoft said, yeah, um, there was going to continue to be like, they was going to continue to be with Sony for so many years. I thought it was like, oh, that's good for them. I didn't realize it was like a freaking issue because then, <laughs> then I'm be like, you know what? Fuck it. 
I've been like, that's the other part is like, (laughs) I wonder if they're just like, oh, well, you aired your grievances. Um, As soon as this clears regulation, we're going to say, nope, sorry, we we didn't sign anything. So fuck off. You're not happy with this. Then we're not going to do it for you. Did he a bitch about we want Spider-Man? <laughs> Spider-Man Wolverine to come. We want we want the Final Fantasy remake. We got a war. Give me uh what's that that biker game called? Give me that one. One the last of us. Maybe you made that so you could run it on the Xbox. I don't know. And we want um Death Stranding on our console, not just the PC. <laughs> we want the Death Stranding Yeah, because look at that and that deal. That probably was Sony said they like console, but they must have figured out a workaround and say, hey, we was gonna have an Xbox on PC, Game Pass on PC. Yeah. Cause that's gotta be them. Cause I wanna make sense. You would just put it on Xbox, period. <sighs> it's it's crazy times, Dominic. It's crazy times. I I wonder if Phil Spencer is going to or you know, or Microsoft in general is going to have a reply to this or that they're just gonna leave it at that and move on and you know how it's funny because based on the internet nobody plays call of duty anymore i mean you know like like commenters like those commenters who are all fighting for sony but they know that but they know they were lying at the team because they mad that it's gone because they know like (laughs) either you play call of duty or you just it's bad because you know that people are going to not buy the system anymore because right. they were Call of Duty fans because people play Call of Duty. Yep. Everybody keeps saying how like Call of Duty was done. I mean, if you don't like, like I said that too. I mean, but <laughs> I mean, I'm saying like it's done for me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know it is still fucking popular because goddamn, it's still like be like the best selling games mm-hmm. and it's still. When I go on Twitch, I still see Call of Duty's up there. I always see Warzone now. Yep. Like, I know that's still the most like popular game. Like for a pay like one of the most popular paid games. Yeah, they know the but, power. Well, Warzone is technically free to play, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then well now they got that. Now they got that bottle. So they still got a paid game that still sells sells and they got that. Like people still play the game. I mean, it's like it's hardcore gamers who are like down, but you're you're not the market for the market for consoles. You might work out for like certain PC games, you know, and the, like the PC like that. But for console game, like hardcore console gamers, you're like you're not you're not the full market. Yeah. Yep. So, gonna be interesting, Dominic. It's gonna be interesting. Jim Ryan out here with some sour grapes. That's just yeah. That's so weird that like him. Literally going out with like saying things like that. I don't know. Seems- I can't believe Microsoft says they want people to play games wherever because they don't want them to play them on PlayStation. Boo hoo. Yeah, that's silly. Ah, you're too much in a position of power to be talking like that, Jim Ryan. I bet he ain't doing an interview with somebody going to ask him like some hard questions. <laughs> It's unacceptable. All right, let's set these guys down in a room, Dominic. Supot exclusive Jim Ryan versus Phil Spencer debate. Get them on Twitch. 
Tim Ryan. He's a traitor. Where's he from? <laughs> England, I think. Still, he's, well, he's, he's a he's, well, he's traitor to them. Then he's a traitor. <laughs> yep. He's in mourning right now, Dominic. We can't get answers out of him because he's in mourning. Oh, yeah, that's right. All right. All right, Dominic. Did you see any other news for the week? Nah, I'm good. All right. We got new releases here. We got Biomutant. That's now on the PS5 and Xbox Series X. So those versions. I was about to say, I was like, wait a minute. Did this game come out? Or was it delayed and I forgot? <laughs> nope, it's been out a while. That's that. That's that like uh, raccoon-looking thing. And it turned out to be like what mediocre, right? Or mediocre, yeah. like slightly like, good, maybe. fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of games that uh, came out a long time ago and are back, the Tomorrow Children Phoenix Edition for the PS4, Dominic. Do you remember the Tomorrow Children? Was that the Russian one? Yes. Yeah, I totally forgot about it. So it did release. Yep. I don't know why. What are people doing with this game? Is it good? I Let's see if I was interested in it when I saw it, but then I just didn't hear nothing about it. Like, I played the beta or whatever for it that one time, and it was like, I don't know what's happening in this game. And, yeah, I don't know. See if they're 2016. It's been that long. Yeah, that sounds about right. Good God! And oh, I got 54. Jesus, it's got 60 on Push Square. That's the only like website review they have right now. And a 7.2 user, but they're showing two. Oh no, there's a 10 and an eight. How does that? Equal out to seven point two. I don't know. Maybe they just don't rate review. Oh, okay, they're you can rate it, but not actually put a review review. So yeah, IGN gave like a five point two. Gangspot gave it a three. Man, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's interesting that they brought that back, but it's also very. Hope the weird. Phoenix edition turned out to be good. Yeah, I mean, Rising did anybody from the ashes, Dominic? I mean, the push the push, push square based on the latest one. That's what it looks like, yeah. Oh, that's but then that. I don't know. I mean, the better, but not good. Yeah, yeah, that is better. <laughs> New All right, improvements so- can't fix everything. Is the headline of the push square? All right, next up, Dominic, we have BPM bullets per minute. That is now out on the what switch. The heck is that? A uh, shooter, but ba- rhythm based, kind of oh, like the okay. the heavy metal one. But it was on other metal. other systems. Yeah, I think it had previously come out on um, PC, and then I'm thinking it must PS4. have came out on yeah. the other stuff too. And but it came it came on a, the newer systems too. But it, it was PS4, Xbox One, PC, yeah, and it's on a Series X and PS5. Yeah, so that seems all right. Um, back to the notes. We also have NBA 2K23. I've got 33 on here. That's excessive. Definitely not that. Uh, Scotty Pippen edition. <laughs> <laughs> and that's coming out. Oh, you heard about the rumor? PC. What's that? The rumor? Yes, do some TMZ rumors. Um, Uh-oh. you got. Oh no. I saw a picture of Michael Jordan's son 
which appears to be like he went on a date with Scottie Pippen's ex-wife. Scottie Pippen's ex-wife? Or, or current, I don't know if they're still together. I thought you were going to daughter. Yeah, well, it seemed like she, you know what, I don't, because I don't really know. <laughs> she, she's only 20. No, well, here's the thing. No, she's not that. Um, because <laughs> I'm, I'm not really in the know to these relationship stuff. I'm not really into this, but I saw it on uh. Twitter. But apparently it seems like she's a person who gets around. I mean, oh, okay. but not, okay, I don't want to say it's a bad thing, but right. she she goes for these younger guys. She is known to find multiple partners. I think, did somebody say she was a future or something? Oh, okay. Yeah, like, oh, she cheated on Scottie Pippen with future. I think that was Damn. a thing. Um, But <laughs> I'm like, what? If it's true, I was like, damn, somebody, somebody's like, she has no shame. <laughs> no, no shame. <laughs> That's crazy if if it's true, but I mean I'm just it's, I'm just talking and joking around, but yeah, Michael Jordan 23. This will be Michael Jordan edition. Uh, you see, you got a Madden edition, um, Madden, yeah, <laughs> and then a Michael Jordan edition NBA 2K 23. With that, you got two big ones. Unfortunately, I know the Madden one's not that good. I mean, people are not liking this new Madden. Um, I mean, they haven't liked a Madden for years, and it doesn't like they're improving much on that. It's damn sad. That I mean, because people, I guess people just really into that um, Madden Ultimate Team stuff. Uh, Maybe that's they're just making enough money on that because they don't seem to give a fuck about franchise bowl. Even though every year, every year they keep saying, "Oh yeah, we put more in franchise bowl." (laughs) We do better this time. I'm like, dude, you have a blueprint of games that came on PS2 that was better than what you got now. Like you literally (laughs) just need to look at what did we do then and just. Put the just do what they did, and you have the better graphics. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, I don't know, but I'm gonna. I wonder how people are gonna like 2K um 23. I know my friend he gets it every year, so mm-hmm. like, he's gonna tell me about it. Nice. And I I forgot to mention it when we talked about PGA Tour 2K23 with Tiger Woods on the cover, but Michael Jordan's gonna be in that as well. What? Yeah. How about oh yeah, I see if Charles Barkley see he he's not even in 2K because he does he believe that they're not getting enough money for the older players. Oh, um, okay. something like that. Um so he's not in there. So Darren, he because I would love to see have the Charles in um <laughs> PGA and have them do that swing, you know, <laughs> in that game. They got Michael Jordan playing golf. Oh my goodness. Yeah. They're going to have Steph Curry in there, too, because he's a golfer. <laughs> he's going to play mini golf. Yeah. What's that game show? What's that the game show? Yeah. Host. Where's my hole or something? Yeah. Holy <laughs> <Where's> cow. <my> hole? <laughs> Holy moly. Holy yeah, moly. something like that. It's something like that. Yeah. Who stuck that in my hole? <laughs> yeah. All right, Dominic. And then we got Splatoon 3. That's now out on the Switch. Oh, yeah. Finally out, man. Um. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to begin it, uh, but I mean, not now, uh, yeah. maybe later on or something. But I, I want to read more about how that single player turned out. And, yeah, uh, I haven't really seen reviews. Like, I haven't really, lo- I haven't been looking for it. I mean, I think I saw Game Informer has a review up now, but I'm yeah. curious of, like, yeah, the single player. So I feel like I'm going to like the multiplayer. Um, but I'm also didn't shut down pl- um, two yet, and two, people are yeah. still playing it. I'll. Jump on there. I kind of do want to just jump on and play now. Get your fix a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got the itch again now. That yeah, because I didn't play two as much as I thought I would. Um, I, yeah. I kind of 
I was going pretty good, but then I just stopped. And then I just didn't really go back to it. So that's why this one, I'm like, um, maybe I'll just wait. See. Mm. Yeah. I gotcha. All right. So those are our new releases for the week. Dominic, you got anything else for the people? Nah, I'm good, man. All right. As always, thank you guys for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at DStallworth5. I'm at RegulusMB. The podcast is at Superpod, S-U-P-A-P-O-D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there. There's links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all the places you find audio podcasts. And until next time, guys, talk to you later. All right, see you.